Tell me where. Hold on, let me start it one more time. Jace was talking. Jace, don't fucking talk during the intro. You know what? I'm not. I'm not fucking sorry about it. That's right. I'm glad it happened. Yes, Fuck you, Satan. Yeah, bitch. You little <laughs> fallen bitch. The feeling of worry, nervousness, will unleash. Typically, about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Hit it! Oh shit! So much synthesizer. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the back of the Oh god! They're gonna know I'm dumb. Brain jail. Hey, welcome to Brain Jail. I'm Kevin Tinkin. Mahama Gandhi once said, an eye for an eye ends up the whole world being blind. He also said, bitch, you fucked up my tea. Uh, Wait, his uh, name was Muhammad? Mahatma. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. Mahatmama Gandana. <laughs> uh, across from me, the handsome and uh, uh, gentle, kind, and uh, hilarious Jace Wayne Avery. Hi. And on the ones and twos uh, is the devil himself. Hey, guys. <laughs> that is uh, Benjamin Allen Avery on our ones and twos getting after it over here uh welcome folks folks welcome folks <laughs> oh wow we got sound effects now this is great well i wanted to start with a nice uh muhammad gandhi muhammad gandhi uh muhammad gandhi hey danny what should we do we're gonna kick this guy's ass he pinched my sister's butt cheeks let him go. It's fine. That's what he would do. What? That's Gandhi and Jersey Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, da- Mahatma Gandhi. His name? They just call him da- Gandhi. Uh, Yo, man, Gandhi, man, Gandhi. What are you doing? There's some crudy cats over there. The Thunderbirds are coming down the road. This guy hit my sister in the mouth. That's okay. I love abusing women. See, that's the complications of Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, that is true. Did you know that? He slept with uh, 14-year-olds. He loved him. Yeah, and he let his wife die of AIDS. Why Now, why would he? <laughs> his wife was big in the club scene in the 80s, and she got AIDS and yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. Did you know Gandhi commented on a lot of uh, porn videos? <laughs> what did he say? Hello, sweet baby. I'd like to come in on your breast and squeeze your milk tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Passive resistance, yeah. folks. He actually wore those glasses because he was coming so much. He had to protect his eyes. You got to protect your eyes. You got you to make sure. <laughs> well, I did want to start off with that because I, I, I did recently discover... Uh, uh, that uh, Gandhi was an ab- abuser, uh, that he, he beat his wife and shit, and uh, that he was a bad dude in a lot of respects. And uh, because we've been talking about the duality of man mm-hmm. so much on this podcast. Well, you can be a man, you can be a woman. Yes. Oh, by the way, my pronoun is he. That's right, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying your pronouns. Uh, ben actually read a tweet uh, to us right before we got started. Ben, could you read that to us just to make sure? We want to make sure all the voices are heard. Cis people, please put your pronouns on your profile. And then they repeat that uh, nine times. That's a popular Twitter thing to yeah. repeat yourself 40 times. Wait, no, uh, I, I forgot already. What did they say? So- <laughs> <laughs> well good thing kevin they actually wrote it nine more times okay good put your pronouns on your profile mm-hmm. uh so then the, the so this is a thread 
And then it's they, one of those great tweet Twitter threads that we all love. And then they love a thread. They at replied thread. to themselves. Mm-hmm. And anyone whose first thought and response to this is, but I don't need to. People can clearly see I'm a man slash woman or anything of the sort. Guess what? Asterisk game show host voice. That's transphobia. Wow. Yeah. Got a yeah. lot of retweets. I was curious because I didn't actually, I was trying to go to the, I went to Google for this one. Uh, what do you call it when somebody requires you to do something specifically and you have to do it uh, or you're a bad person? Not that you'd have to not do things, but you have to do things um, or you're a, a, a bad person. What, what did we find on that one, Ben? What was that called? Well, it's called, called your wife. We're going to drag your wife on this podcast. Oh, drag her. Yeah, actually very lovely woman. We met her. Very nice lady, actually. Uh, <laughs> this is a nice guy podcast. Hey, this is a great guy podcast. We just want to say that whatever you want us to do, no problem. I, I have will, no opinions or forethought. I will be a they them. I don't understand it. I'm just trying to get laid desperately. Please. Uh, what else do I have to put on my profile in order to be a good guy? Your race. My race. Okay. Right. White. Your chosen. He, well, your chosen race. Yes. He white. <laughs> Well, I get to choose now. Yeah, you get to choose. Like well, your yeah, I chose. I, I joined the Dolazel Army on the, Twitter. The We're Do- fifteen thousand strong right now. Mm-hmm. The Dolas Dolls. <laughs> I don't know. Fifteen thousand strong, dude. Rachel Dolazel is slaying Twitter so, as of late. She's gonna become. I think transracialism is gonna be a real thing. She's, I, yeah, she's gonna be frankly, Caitlyn Jenner soon. Frankly, I can't wait because I want to get JFL. Oh, so, so bad. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Just for Laughs Festival, they love diversity, and we are so happy about that uh, because uh, you know it's more about what you look like than what you do. They've uh-huh. always said that. Yeah. The, my favorite quote uh, is actually from Martin Luther King, who said, "Junior, uh, Junior, thank not you." Senior, <laughs> Senior said a lot of stuff. We're yeah. not thrilled yeah, about. Yeah, not but, great. But that's why we love. Junior so much because he learned from his father's mistakes Mm -hmm. but he said uh, let us not be judged by the content of our character but by the color of our skin (laughs) I think that's what it was Uh, so uh, oh man this podcast is getting good already (laughs) holy moly yeah are you guys going to start identifying as like a 20 year old uh, supreme hoodie guy I think that'd be I'm going to start identifying as a vape yeah, I identify as a, a Caliburn vape, the rainbow color. Oh, yeah. shout out to uh, Uwell. By, uh, they made the Caliburn vape. Great awesome stuff. Vape. Yeah. Shout out to Copenhagen for making wintergreen long cut dip. Oh, shout it out. Shout out, shout out to the Bucks who makes just, wow, the Starbucks going hard. Yeah, and he's running for president, and we support that. That's right. We support I, the Starbucks. Oh, do, they put, they, do they put his ads on the cups now? For what president? gender is he? It's probably illegal. Yeah, that's illegal, yeah, right? I'm yeah, sure. You know who would do that? Fucking Trump. Yeah, piece of shit. Trump, but Jace, when you say it, you have to put the asterisk where the U is. Right. <laughs> Even I, tar- I treat it like the N word. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I see a lot of people do that. They tweet Trump, but they put the asterisk where the right. U is. Like he's Voldemort. You're a fucking child. I think the idea is they're like, they're like, uh, they don't want his name to be trending. It's like, you're not going to stop the dude. From, he's doing retard voice on national television. He's the most famous. <laughs> he's the most famous troll of all time. He really is. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, before we bypass it too much, who's Rachel Dolezal? You don't know, you don't know Rachel, Rachel Dolezal? Dolezal? Jinx, you owe me a uh, uh, suck your dick. Oh man, uh, get, that's the noise of me. Brain jail, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell now you what, talking, right? Now oh, we're I went to jail for getting too much brain. <laughs> yeah, this is brain. That's good. All the cops were just jealous of me because I was getting domed off. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, use your one phone call to have phone sex. <laughs> That's a good bit. So who is Rachel Dolezal? I got plenty of time. What are you doing? I, I don't I don't know who that is. She is um a white woman from Seattle. Um, who did she move to Alabama, Ben? I think she's still up in Seattle. Up in Seattle, Howard mm-hmm. Schultz country. <laughs> Why uh, would she move to Alabama? Well, you know, here we'll, we'll get into it. Okay. Um, she basically was a white woman for like the first 20 years of her life, then switched over to black passing. Like she dyed her skin, she braided her hair. Both her parents are white. Both her parents are very, very white people. Really? Um, basically <laughs> was a leader in the NAACP chapter up in the Northwest, was like a prominent figure in um, African American culture. And then about, she was just perceived as a light skinned woman. Yeah, she was like a passing light skinned woman. Um, and then about two years ago, she went viral because an interview harassed her. Um, she I think talk- her parents came out, right? Her parents came out, but the big clip that went viral was an interviewer going, like, hey, we, you know, she was talking about all the NAACP work she does. And she goes, isn't that odd because you were actually born a white woman? And she goes, I don't even know how to respond to that, honey boo boo child. Really? <laughs> no, not. Like oh that. my gosh! <laughs> but they called her out, huh? Mm-hmm. She's pulling a Laquisha. But that was in 2014, and now, and everyone was trying to cancel her ass, right? And I remember Jace at the time. We were like, "No, transracial is totally I, going to be the, a thing." D- the minute it happened, I was like, "This will be a thing." Yeah, we're gonna look back like we were on the wrong side of history. <clears throat> Rachel, I Dol- can't believe people were so. She's gonna be the Rosa then. Parks of transracialism. Oh, yeah. Move the back of my ass. Yeah, the woman who refused to sit in the front of the bus. <laughs> yeah, the woman who refused. To something great, something I, hilarious. I, I will. Say, I will say. We'll fill that in later. Yeah, please. I will smash Dolazol. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go Dolazol in. You know what I mean? I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're going dolls deep. Oh, I'm going dolls deep. My bras brief. Uh, I had a little throw a little Evan Casper right. Cassidy yeah, in there. For Evan you. the casserole Cassidy. Cameron. <laughs> the casserole. Uh, I did know who Rachel Dolezal is, but I, I think it's always a, oh. it's a good uh, you fucking a, liar. Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm trans idiot, right? Uh, so I like to pretend. I, no, no, no. I am an idiot, <laughs> even though I wasn't born one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think you know what? I think you're good. I think you guys are absolutely right. Well, let's talk about this a little bit. What's the difference? You there know, is be, none. We've we've well, played it out to the very end. I well, here's the thing. I me and me and Tim kind of talked about this the other day, and I think because I did research, what's the difference between transgenderism and transracialism? I think the one difference comes down to the difference between gender and sex. So, mm-hmm. sex is what you're born as, but gender is basically the coding that's in your head. So, with transgender people, they're saying that you can be born with male coding in a female body or female coding. In a male body. Yeah. But the problem with transracialism is you can't really be born with a black brain because it doesn't exist. You can't be born with black DNA. Right. You can't be born with an Asian brain. But what if I love Martin? (laughs) Isn't that the same thing? Like... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it would be nice to just go full on, you know, uh, I'm oh. a black guy now. Well, you get you get into a real nature versus nurture debate at that point. Naughty by nature versus nurture? <laughs> yeah, naughty by nature versus nurture. <laughs> What's one naughty by nature song? Uh, I don't know. Let's look it up. Look, whether I, I know I know some naughty by nature. Whether someone's uh, transracial or transgender, the only thing I know is... Uh, I want to fuck all. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. 
Sorry. Horny it's Satan. not always Satan. It's not always Satan. Oh, it's just a... Sometimes it's me being horny. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> when you get horny, your voice when I, Yeah, when I get horny, it's... I, I put a phone code on. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they were... Uh, the Naughty by Nature is uh, the prolific artists of uh, songs such as OPP. OPP. Uh, which is also known other as... Other People's Pussies? Other People's Privates. Yeah. Oh. Are you down with OPP, by the way? Hmm? Are you down? What are their pronouns? Other People's Pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> You know what OPP depends on what they want me to call them. <laughs> that's uh, that's how it goes. Man, this feels good. We're just we're on the oh, razor's yeah. edge we're of being a, uncomfortable. Oh no no no! We we just jumped in a hot tub of uh, uncomfortable. It's good. It's good. People are going to listen to this and go, "Oh no, it's fine." <laughs> uh, I like the first part though. What I said when I said people are going to listen to this, and that's right. Wow, yeah, that feels good. That feels so <laughs> good mm-hmm. to live with that mm-hmm. hope inside. Of yeah, you. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, Rachel Dollars, all God bless you and keep you. You know, we'll be praying for you over here at the uh, Brain Jail podcast. She's at a real Brain Jail. Could you imagine if you were well, just like stuck in that? Hasn't she like, kind of doubled down? Like she's an activist for transracialism now, right? Oh, I don't know that. I figured you. I think I think she doubled down. She's just like <laughs> wait. No, she's ben, just. Ben, you know everything no, about no, no, no. every obscure this, random no, this person. This is one of these people who are, who is just carrying on like nothing happened from OJ Simpson to whatever. I think Netflix just is totally carrying on. I think Netflix is making a documentary about her. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, she, she thinks she she's black some money. you ask her. So she's not acting like, no, I was born in a white woman's body. She's like all the way. So she doesn't even think ahead. she doesn't even think she is transracialism. She just thinks she's a I'll look it up real quick. born black woman. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say, you know, where do you draw the line? You know, what are you going to you going to be a dick about it? Or, you know, it's uh, you know, what's. Yeah, I I will say the biggest difference is that one just makes you more uncomfortable, really. You know, I wonder how black people feel about that. It's probably because as a white dude, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Crazy white woman. I mean, honestly, there's so many people now that are that require (laughs) (laughs) this article from the New York Times. I, I didn't know this was in the news. Rachel Dolezal, who pretended to be black, is charged with welfare fraud. This was not great. Not great. Hey, she's all in, baby. (laughs) She is all in. She looked up like stereotypes for black people on the internet and was Mm -hmm. like, "Hmm, okay, I can do that. (laughs) She is right. She is. She got a job on the subway. So, yeah, Mrs. Miss Dolezal, Miss Dolezal, Mrs. Dolezal, if you nasty, Mm -hmm. Uh, received nearly eight thousand eight hundred fifty dollars in public assistance from Washington State after she had falsely claimed she had little income and needed financial help. Yeah, mm, mm, that was her mm. rap name. So she falsified records. <laughs> Little income. <laughs> Little income. <laughs> sorry. So apologies. she did this for two years. Oh, no, you're going to kick my ass now. I'm going to kick your ass now, Jace. Because I said sorry. That's right. And oh, man, this is fucked. She was citing that she was only getting $300 per month in gifts from friends as her single source of income. But investigators with the state's Department of Social Health and Services found that she had deposited nearly 84 grand into her bank account during that same period. Yeah. Wow. From what? Who knows? Um, Selling crack. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought of like four things I couldn't say into a microphone. Unlock the jail doors, Ben. All right. Mm -hmm. Unlock the doors, bro. Mm -hmm. 
All right. I uh, I want to yeah. get some angry emails, bro. Right. We're uh, trying to have Shapiro on this podcast. Please. And not Ben Shapiro, his sister with the big titties. We're trying yeah. to get her on. Where's the with Shapiro? With the upside down pussy? Yeah, with the upside down pussy. <laughs> How does that work? Her, her pussy's like all twisted in these photos. No, there's what Wha- Ben's referring to is. <laughs> what? Let me translate from Thank you. Ben to Kevin. Hell Thank yeah. You. She uh, got that upside down <laughs> pussy. Right. She is. That's what you call Asian women. Um, she. <laughs> Are Australian women, either way. Uh, what? Ben Shapiro's sister, Abigail Shapiro, has great big breasts, and she has a lot of nudes that leaked onto the internet. Ah. And in one of the nudes, she is lying somehow on her head, like her uh, her feet up in the air. Oh, wow. So her body 180'd, and then she's just got her pussy sticking out. It's a very awkward position to send a nude in. Hmm. That's, well, good for her. It's such a weird photo that you're not even horny anymore. You're just kind of curious at why she would do that. Well, I'll be honest, Jason. I'm a little offended that you didn't, didn't love it. That you I'm know? not horny anymore. You should be horny. Right. That's, if you're not, it, you have a problem. That's your dystopian novel is the years 30, 34. <laughs> if you don't get horny at trans people, you're thrown in jail. Uh, radio announcer voice, that's racist. <laughs> right. Man, our neighbors hate us. No, they they love us. It is what it is. I'm telling you, we do need to have more guests on this because, you know, it's nice to have somebody. If there was a black guy in the corner just going, just giving us a thumbs up. (laughs) That's what I really need. This podcast needs. Right. That's our cover is it's us with one black friend that we're hanging out with. Dude, when I, back in the day, living in the Central Valley of California, I, I, you know, I'd be with my buddies. We're writing partners, all black dudes. And, uh, we had so many chair fucking bits back then. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jace, by the way, you are right. Uh, uh, she uh, eventually people were calling her transracial and she eventually just uh, went with it. So she now sees race as a social construct. Right. So I mean, it, which arguably I guess it kind of is, but not in the way she means, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would write jokes sometimes and I would be very uncomfortable about them. And my buddy would be like, shut the fuck up. It's fine. Right. Like, it's good. Go ahead. And so that was nice, even though it was probably the most racist thing I'd ever said. <laughs> And they'd be like, this is good. This is good. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, so, uh, you know, have we covered the gambled, gambit of Rachel Dolezal and Mahat, Mahat Dude Gandhi? Hey, Mahat Dude Gandhi. Mahat Dude Gandhi. Hey, Donnie, what are we going to do with these guys? He just slashed my tires. Don't worry about it. Hey, Jace. Yeah. When, when girls say they're going to get their Rachel... They're talking about Rachel. That's a dude. They walk into a barbershop. Give me the, give me the Rachel. Just, Just shoe shine and get taking like shoe polish. Yeah. Oh man, man, Ooh. Rachel dolls all. She is a hot piece of. I think I got too horny again. We have to shoot him with a tranquilizer gun. Pull up, hey, pull up Rachel dolls and tell me you wouldn't, you know, hit it. Wouldn't smash. I wouldn't. I mean, I only, I only lay with my beloved. Under uh, the years, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Only I will only bone down with Jesus, <laughs> Yahweh. Uh, man, she was a cute little white girl. Look at the man, the variation. Yeah, that's, with those crazy braids on top of her hair. Yeah. Now she she really went for it. Mm-hmm. I, I was reading. Did you know else? she's actually dating Jesse Smollett? <laughs> <laughs> what if though? But what if though? What if though? She made him a tie for his birthday. I heard. <laughs> That's, that's what I hear. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Ben, I cut you Get off. Get down on it. Pull it on it. it. Um, like in 2009, her family members said she started doing this. 
Yeah. yeah. Imagine how awkward yeah. that Thanksgiving was. <laughs> she just, just shows up. up. She starts yeah. complaining about white people at Thanksgiving. Right. Your grandma is so confused and upset. So that around, she's there. Around hey, anybody got no spice up in this Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you white people is crazy. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. No, she's really had a lot of hairstyles. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, she's really gone through it. Yeah. But the, the, the before and afters are really funny on Google if you check it out. Uh, yeah. Rachel Dolezal. Well, let's get out of that pit of uh, <laughs> potentially offensive material. Wait, but Kevin, rate yes. her. Rate that beautiful woman. Which, which one? Well, there, she looks like seven different people. Hey, I'm going to be. Uh, y- you think this is a bit everyone's doing? They're like, uh, oh, uh, I thought we were supposed to believe all women. <laughs> is that a bit everyone's doing probably no i don't know i don't so. think so i don't think anybody is saying that. i thought women didn't lie guys dude i guarantee you there's a bunch of guys at a truck stop drinking tall cans saying that shit yeah you would shit you know this this guy comes hey can, can i get some money hey man come on it's for me and my kids and it's just this skinny dumb broad who's just literally actively crack you know crushing up crack rocks and uh he goes uh no nah, she's gonna go buy crack with it and then uh, somebody goes man i thought we were supposed to believe all women <laughs> but he's not ironic no 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 and she's white in that bit i just want to make that clear right no i think we all got that thank you white people are the mm. ones smoking meth well actually uh, if you look at the stats <laughs> They are. Okay. They really are. Okay. I've looked it up. Uh, yep. If, if, you, if you're an officer of the law and you pull over a woman and she's <clears throat> clearly hammered, she says she isn't, you got to believe all women. Yep. And then you apologize you go, and you don't make eye contact. You take out your gun. You empty the clip into the air <laughs> <laughs> as, as you scream that you believe all women. Right. I like to do a little segue. And every single bullet should come down and hit a man yeah, in the You head. shoot it at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job as a cop. So now that we've had a great time doing all this uh, potentially offensive stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I want to let you guys know that I feel bad. About, <laughs> about the whole thing oh it's, yeah it's been, it's been pretty rough so far yeah. i mean uh you know i i'm not trying to offend out here but you know what sometimes you just gotta go you yeah. know you just keep on you gotta going. go for it and i guarantee you there's somebody out there that's very happy uh that you know uh that we've uh, just been going for it and it's probably me but, listening well, to this editing oh go ahead James. here's the thing if we go down the list we think rachel dole is all stupid mm-hmm. we think trans people are okay um with the exception of Kevin, um, but here, here is, but that is the, the issue. Is if I if I'm trying to podcast mm-hmm. and I go, oh, I support the Me Too movement. Nothing funny about that. Yeah, that's not a funny podcast. So I have to pretend to think it's retarded. <laughs> yeah, for comedy. Well, that's what you do an impression of a guy who thinks it's retarded. Right. Oh, hey. see, that's the guy who's a jackass. <laughs> oh man, me too. <laughs> Shit. More like racial dolezal. Yeah, man. I'll that tell is, you wait, what. That is a good bit, though. <laughs> that's not a bad bit. Racial dolls. Yeah, are. racial. Dolls I think are. I'm going to start being a comic that for the first two minutes of my bit, I talk about how much I love the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Is like yeah, I, I talk really about funny. how much I love it, and, and you then go, and I get one bad punchline <laughs> in at the end that makes people cringe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then you go. Here's my next character, Rachel Bob Dole is all. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, Ugh, <laughs> uh. we've oh. seen bad comedians go woke 
overnight. Oh yeah. To try and like latch onto a thing. Uh, and it's so funny. Dude, I'll tell you, man, I, I have some of the jokes that I'm talking about of getting the thumbs up from a black dude in the corner. Like, uh, is, you know, some of those jokes I'll do them because I'm coming, I'm not coming from a place and I'm not like hanging my, you know, my hood up on a, on a hook and then going and hitting the open mics or anything. You know? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I've never had a problem with anybody. never been a fight with anybody. You know, I, I got love for everybody. I'm trying to be Jesus out here. You know what I mean? And then I go out and I'll do a joke. If there's any hesitation on anything that's slightly offensive, they will eat your ass alive and not in a good way, mm-hmm. not in a way that's really popular right now in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, they, I'm the guy who, sorry to, I'm really disrailing your point, please, but eat, eat my ass. I'm the guy who sticks my ass into the Amazon. <laughs> so piranhas will eat it. <laughs> I just want to get my ass eaten that bad. As you gain your ass. Yeah. Then I put a bunch of worms in my ass and then stick it in a lake. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but continue your, your point about, no, I was, I was saying, um, there, sorry, I keep farting out of my mouth. No, well, that's you getting your ass ate by the <laughs> oh, no, sorry. That's basically what this podcast is. <laughs> I've seen legitimately female uh, female comedian who is all terrible. It is like universally hated in mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, go woke literally overnight, weirdly. Really? Um, Name names. You know who I'm talking about. I, I don't know. You can tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Uh, um, but she literally, she went up at a mic and was just bombing horrifically. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I guess no one could laugh at that because all the men in the room wanted to rape me. It's like, what? Good Everybody's God. Everybody's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What? No, I did. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I now. didn't, but now I do. But 60 guys in trench coats, right. like, just quietly leave the room. Well, and, and most, most, like, fuck, how'd you know? Yeah. With the exception of like five or six dudes, you know, in the comedy scene, most guys want to have the right opinion. They want to be, everybody wants they to don't be wanna, liked. Everybody yeah, wants to be so, viewed as a good guy. And the thing that cracks me up is somebody will go up there and it'll be like, it'll be like, you know, the whitest woman in, in the streets. Mm-hmm. And she'll go up and be like, white people, man, let me tell you, pieces of shit. And all men are rapists. If there's more than five in a corner, I call the cops. You know, if there's five men together, we're all going to get raped. And then, and then all the men are in the. They're waiting for when they think the punchline's supposed to be, and they're just going, ha, 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 ha. "Oh, we support you. You know, we're here to support you." And it's the most one of the most uncomfortable things ever because it's like you're not even saying jokes half the time. You're just shouting bullshit. Mm-hmm. And all those white women are weirdly doing black accents on stage. Yeah, I would funny. never do that, by the way. I want to say that right here, <laughs> that that is wrong. You know, that's appropriation. Is this the podcast where you're going to have a panic attack? <laughs> we all <laughs> <Yeah>. take turns. <laughs> well, you know what? Once, what I've been trying to do uh, to uh, satiate my own sanity mm-hmm. or insanity uh, is to represent both sides of the thought. You know what I mean? Because I'm saying stuff because I'm trying to make you guys laugh, you know, and you guys love, you know, rape mm-hmm. and uh, 9-11 and, you know, killing babies. In joke form. Well, only in joke form. <laughs> in joke form. Kevin, only- I will say you kind of change on mic. In fact, I I, ha- I recorded one of, uh, I have a voicemail here that you left me on my phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, please. Can play I it. play it? Yeah, please. Play it. Yeah, I'd please. love to hear it. Beep. Hey, Ben, I just wanted to say um, I've been praying for you a lot lately. Um, I'm just a little concerned that when we get on mic sometimes that it, it gets a little... I don't know, it gets a little offensive and a little racy. And, you know, when we started this podcast, we said it was going to be about positivity and uplifting and making people feel better. And, you know, it's not always about, you know, making people laugh about the Twin Towers falling. And, you know, I know you love that stuff. 
And, um, you know, I can definitely play in that playground if you like. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, I'm not sure if I can have you on the podcast and, and uh, anymore, you know, if you're going to continue to just, I mean, you keep doing black voice and stuff and it's just like, it's not okay. You know, it's really not okay. <sighs> anyway, I'll see you at the clan re- rally tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, disturbing voice. I have yeah, 50 messages just like <laughs> right. that. That was the most tame one. Right, back to back. To, actually, I have one of those uh, voicemails on my phone. Can I play it real quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. Boop. Hi, my name's Kevin, and I hate Indian people. Boop. Wait, that didn't... <laughs> wow, I don't remember recording that it's, uh, it's played off my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd like to just make a statement. Uh, you know what I... <laughs> About this, uh, you know, I, I I grew up doing accents. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they say that the best form of flattery is a good impression. <laughs> right? Isn't that what they say? You're close. Well, You're in the ballpark. Imitation I think Gandhi is the said that. form of flattery. I think Mahatman Gandhi said that. Right. Uh, no, you know, I, an accent's a fucking accent chill out if anybody's got a problem with it you can suck my well you know what we can be friends and we can talk about it right you can eat my ass <laughs> you can eat my respectively you know, or, or sir. Eat your ass or, yeah we'll eat each other's ass well 69 can, can you 69 then. can you 69 eating each other's asses um i don't know that was a great sound by the way i'm not sure Jay what that dropped was. his copenhagen yeah i dropped oh. my can of a dipping tobacco <laughs> he dropped his can of cope yeah, um, you're turning into dad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it, no, I'm like David Foster Wallace, who did Copenhagen. That's right. Um, That's right. I am oh. smart. No, and it, not a man teetering on the edge of sanity <laughs> at it, all moments. It is a fine line. That is something that I've dealt. I've tried to wrestle with my entire life is the fact that I, I do so many accents. Uh, a lot of them are not of a white guy. Because you know, I have one. You know, well, well hey, friends. You know, hey, I got. I mean, I got all the right white guy accents too. Uh, do a vodka? I could do a, just a German accent, and then like a Turkey accent. Mm-hmm. Now nah, Turkey, they're kind of brown. Can't do that one. Uh, My favorite well, is the is the white guy that does impressions of of white guys and shits on white guys. The guy that's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to the bank. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, a, yeah, I was at the fucking like Starbucks the other day, and it's always like some dude behind, like white dude behind the counter named like Brian, yeah, or something. It's always some white dude named like Kevin. Yeah. Uh, if your name's Connor, kill yourself. <laughs> Honestly, anybody that wears a beanie is a fascist. Okay. Oh no, some fucking Muslim guy named like uh, it's always like Muhammad or something. <laughs> That's actually right, incredibly the accurate. Luca uh, yeah, is it, actually racist. It's statistically actually accurate. Yeah. Actually, isn't that, it the most common name in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to uh, is Mo a movie I watched. Last once. name Hamid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Welch. Hey, it's me, Mohammed. <laughs> the most. You know, actually, the most popular uh, first name though. What? It's Adolf. <laughs> is that true? That's why. Yeah, you know, folks, yep. we've actually done the research, <laughs> and this is what the census won't tell you, folks, <laughs> is that Adolf is the most popular name. <laughs> that, that's, you're doing a Trump impression. I'm doing a Trump. Let <laughs> me tell you something about Adolf. It's the most popular name. Listen, the best name. I think it's a fine name. It's okay to be a Nazi. The Holocaust was cool. It was red. <laughs> there, See, uh, we hate Trump. We hate him. <laughs> See, you, you do an impression of him so you can make him say stupid stuff. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's how you get him. Wait, we is that how him. we get away with raunchy bits is we just do it in Trump's? voice all the I time. have always done that. 
I have always done that. Anytime, no, for real. Anytime I want to say something that is like funny, or I would think it would be funny for somebody to say this in this situation, mm-hmm. I'll do it in a different voice almost every time. I can't just do. I can't say it like myself, especially because it sounds like I'm getting pissed. Well, you're you. I think the thing about you, and I, I have a similar thing, but you are a man trapped in hell because you both want to be very, very funny. Yes, and you also want everybody to think you're a very good person. So yes, you want to say something funny in the Mahatma Gandhi voice. Yeah. And then you're also like, I'm just checking in. Was everybody okay with that? I apologize okay? if you weren't okay. I'm deeply sorry about my per- myself and my actions all the time. <laughs> That's I actually did that. Uh, I do that every time. Uh, I always apologize uh, for every sentence I've ever said. And you know what? And that's the brain jail. You, yeah, it's a brain jail. You know what's funny is just not apologizing for anything. I think makes you much more liked in the long run. Yeah, because maybe. even if somebody is like, ah, oh, that guy's such, such a fucking dick. It's like you're an honest person. It worked and- for OJ. Exactly. <laughs> OJ's a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's hella woke. <laughs> yeah, just killing white women <laughs> all over the place. Honestly, they deserve it. Yeah. I mean you OJ know? thought he was white. He legitimately thought he was white. He was uh yeah, well that's at least they, he didn't think he was black. Yeah, no, he uh he's definitely was uh, very widely accepted in the in the white community back in the day when that was yeah. not easy to do. Do you did you hear there was a story after the trial? Um, basically, OJ was like the biggest like figure in like all these white spots in L.A. Like going to the country clubs, going to all these dinner parties, and then after the trial, he was kind of like rejected by white America. So he started trying to hang out with the black community and he hated it. He hated it. There's a story about he went to Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Everybody's like, OJ, what the fuck's up, man? Yeah, and yeah. He was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Get me the fuck out of here. Really? I hate this food. It's terrible. I would like a mayonnaise sandwich <laughs> and a knife to cut it with. Let me have my knife. Right. I prefer corn off the cob. Right. <laughs> he puts on gloves before he uses yeah. his knife. It's just people walking up to him like, Hey, OJ, I'm your biggest fucking fan, dude. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Can't, you can't sorry. use Satan and black voice as the same voice effect. It's that, black Satan. Black Satan. <laughs> right. That is actually pretty woke. I'm going to drag you to hell. <laughs> Sometimes oh. dead is better. <laughs> That's good. That's wait, the white guy from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I feel like I'm steering a boat away from the edge of the world right now. And you have two other people <laughs> trying to steer it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I bet this will be entertaining for people who want to take us down at least. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. It is. I do feel like a nice guy trying to pretend that I'm a piece of shit. Uh, a lot of the time and uh, you know just to get go to Rift City mm-hmm. you know and don't you know don't turn back yeah and it's uh, <clears throat> it's a complicated line to walk because I do care and uh, <clears throat> sometimes I care too much you know uh, but yeah it's uh, it's definitely a, a it's no yeah. fun you want to take the train straight to Rift City I, I really wish I could take the a train to Rift City mm-hmm. um, hop on a spaceship Rift and- City <laughs> Check it and see. Can I ask you guys a question? Until I'm so sorry. <laughs> Constantly apologize and check it and see. Was that a racist bit? Was that offensive? All right, keep what going. What band is that? Uh, Hot blooded. Check it and see. I don't know. Death okay, Leopard. So. No. No, not at all. Hmm. Uh, uh, maybe a socially tone deaf for a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you actually don't use the term tone deaf anymore because it's offensive to uh, yeah. non-able-bodied You people. have to say tone retarded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's offensive because I have a hard time recognizing tones. I don't have perfect pitch, so I get offended. Uh, You got to flip it. Yeah. Anytime somebody talks about music, I get a little bit offended uh, because I don't understand it. Uh, Ben, what were you going to ask? You were going to ask a question. Do you guys remember when you didn't feel bad? For making yes, jokes, yes, a hundred. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. There was a time. How far back do you have to go when you didn't feel bad? Because I think I would only have to go back four years. Yeah, I was going to say 2014, 2015. No, yeah. no, no. My, for me, it was. We're talking about 1995, 1994. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding at all. I when I was maybe 12, 13 years old, I remember not caring at all. And I, you know, I, I was, I was definitely not as. Uh, yeah. Here's the here here's the honest truth. When I'm with people, I will be a chameleon. So I want to make you guys laugh, and I know that there's certain stuff that will make you laugh. Especially, and we're talking about Rachel Dolezal. What the fuck are you know? What am I going to talk about? You know, Jesus or something? You know, I'm. I, it's going to be the same stuff. But when I was 13, man, I remember. I remember just not giving a shit and just being annoying or loud or whatever and then uh yeah I, I remember getting called out in church and uh them saying something to the effect of there's a time and a place and a feeling absolutely bad and realizing that i'd been a distraction and it's not always about you kevin i kevin i remember that specific same memory i have the story of it was we were i think i was like very young i was like maybe six so i apologize for the corniness of this joke don't you dare see you um, did it again I know, but I don't want to say, I don't want to set up as like, so I did this great joke and they got mad at me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, we, they were talking about Sodom and Gomorrah and uh, it was some old lady and they go, and, so- and Lot's wife turned back to look at the city of Gomorrah as it was being destroyed and she was burnt to a crisp. And then I go, I think turned I into said, a pillar of pillar salt. salt. She, she already said, because this is where the joke came from. She goes, she was burned to a crisp. And I go, um, I think I said something to the equivalent. Oh God. I said, like, um, was that original recipe or extra crispy? And I got a laugh. And she was like, Chase, can I talk to you outside? And she, like, she like went into me about like disrespecting God and the oh, Lord man. and like I the thought, word. I thought you I were about. I started crying immediately. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you feel bad because you're a sweet little boy. You know, I mean, I think we're all sweet little well, boys. I don't, here's down. the thing is I didn't feel bad about disrespecting the Lord or anything like that because I didn't think I, I felt bad that somebody was just upset at me. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't like it when people are mad at me. I really, really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it bothers me, and uh, it has been uh, one of the things. That's why I hang out with you guys, you know, is because I want to see if I can be okay with people hating me. And uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'll surround myself with the truly hated. And, uh, Wait, we're the damned. Yeah, the truly damned <laughs> people. Uh, no, I mean, I, I do. That has been a, an effort that I've been trying to get towards. And there's some great people out there like, you know, Brian Vokey, who always tells me nobody cares about you. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit. And I'm like, oh, see, this is good. And, uh, you know, it helps. You know, it helps. Uh, but, yeah, it's always been something that I've yeah. struggled with. Uh, I think we all struggle with that where it's, we've talked about this before, but we all think everybody hates us. And for the most part, everybody likes us. Yeah. Until we release these podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> then people will be like, Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. The, the, you know, what is interesting is cause I'm, I've been recording episodes of, uh, my solo podcast mm-hmm. and, uh, it is very different. Uh, it's very different, uh, when I'm by myself because I'm not, I'm not trying to like, again, take her to riff city you know what i mean right and uh what is your solo podcast been like um it's mostly crying 
and you, I got uh, there's a Kleenex box microphone. Uh, we put one uh, microphone by a box of Kleenex, <laughs> so you can hear it coming yeah. out every time. And actually, time. we have that box of Kleenex on the podcast right now. Ben, can you uh, set up his mic real quick? Yeah. Yeah. One second. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's on. Okay. You guys uh, <laughs> need to use me at all? Is uh, I feel like we're on the border of tears right now. <laughs> Are you sure anybody about to cry? I, I sure would love to be used. I thought you were going to do Black Satan voice again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I one of these days I'll stop caring. Because I think the people that like Rift City or whatever the fuck we call, uh, you know, well, not, not worrying about it. I think it's good. It's not bad to care. I think it's also you got to care, but also be content in how you view yourself enough like yeah. securing your own self-image that you're like i care somebody might get upset by that but i'm okay with that because i think this is funny and if they're upset that's okay because i still approve of who i am right well if anybody knows me or you know knows us you, all you have to do is have a conversation you'll get a pretty good gist of the type of people that we are you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's bad people bad people no no i uh <clears throat> That is one dynamic that I've always found very, very interesting and kind of telling of the of human nature, especially in Los Angeles, is the way people act in a group of four versus one-on-one is night and day. And a lot of times, you know, people will... <clears throat> They'll put on airs or whatever, you know. Yeah. Can I tell you, uh, I Michael Air Jordans. <laughs> Michael Jordan. uh, Put on Michael Air's Jordans. Uh, <clears throat> can you tell me? No, I was going to say, I don't like one-on-one hangs. And you know this um, for that reason, because one-on-one hangs, you tend to get pretty real. And I'd rather just keep it like low pressure, group of three or more, and that's it. I think it depends on the mood that I'm in. I love one-on-one. I, I'm a big fan of the one-on-one. I, you know, There's been plenty of times when I've invited you guys to go up to the mountains. I'm like, come on, let's go stare at the stars like a couple of gay guys. And uh, you're like, uh, I'm okay. And then somebody will be like, I'm really going through it. I'm like, let's get up in those mountains. Let's get up in those hills. Mm-hmm. Stare at the stars. Chat it up. And uh, it's good. It's good times to go up there and get serious periodically. But I think you're absolutely right as far as it being low pressure when there's when there's more people around. You know, because then you don't have to be real. Right. You can also just stop talking for a certain period of time, and it's okay. Yeah, you know, one time I said it's just like... <laughs> no, we just have 10 seconds of silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I did want to talk about something else. What's that? What? Louis C.K. Okay, let's do it. He's back, baby. He did. Uh, he just did Skank Fest. Baby! Well, he's been touring Europe. I've been for shitting the past couple my months. pants uh, over is, here this whole time. Does nobody know about that? That he's. I didn't know about that, that he's touring Europe. Apparently, he's been doing that, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, they're basically pedophiles over there, so they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Yep. No, I, it's interesting. So there's a video out of him at Skank Fest, um, which is a festival of skanks. Um <laughs> That they do every year. Uh-huh. It's every woman I've ever dated as a festival. <laughs> Jace's ex girlfriend fest, mm-hmm. uh, and he gets on stage. They announce extra them, strong stage, and people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like them thick. Hey, what? Uh, and people are going nuts. People are going nuts. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you guys think? Uh, do you think uh, that this is that he's ready to come back? You think that's? Uh, do you think he should be coming back? I think, think it's, it's a, a good- workplace safety issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, you, you're a comic. You've been in the green room before. 
Oh, have I? The, the last thing you want to do is be around a, a massively famous comedian. Right? <laughs> yep. That, should, that would be the worst fucking thing that could ever yeah, happen to you. Yeah, what if he sees you be funny? Maybe he gets you a writing job. Terrible stuff. Well, on a one condition. I mean, I would do that. I'd jerk <laughs> off Louie for a writing job right now. Well, he doesn't want you to jerk him off. He wants to jerk off. In Hell, I'd jerk off Louie Anderson for a writing job. <laughs> oh. Hey, I'd be a jerk to Louie Anderson for a job. <laughs> I'd jerk off Louie Armstrong they right should, now. They mm-hmm. should call it the... Mm-hmm. They should call it... Instead of the green room, they should call it the mean room. <laughs> Now that I, I, I mean, am offended by, Thank I mean, you. folks, if if here's the reality, because it is a workplace safety issue, Louis C.K. If he if there's a woman by herself in there, he's going to turn it from a green room into a red room. Oh, I don't know if you guys yeah. have been on the dark web before, but that's some sick shit. He's going to turn it into a cream room. <laughs> oh, green to cream, uh, man, naughty by nature. And he what a, he really is down with OPP. Yeah, other people's pussies. Dude, whatever right. Louis is going to do in that green room to that person. I assure you it's not going to be as bad as uh, whatever comic is about to get on stage. I can tell you that much, folks. The material? It'd be better to get jacked off in front of against your will than to hear most comedy (laughs) nowadays. Speak for yourself there, Ben. You know, I mean, geez Louise. I get fucking nauseous at stand-up shows. I get a little nauseous at stand-up shows myself. Yeah, fucking horrible. Dude, one one comedian uh, I follow on Instagram, he he posted, uh, he's a good guy. He posted uh, that. Great guy. He's from a small town in Texas like me and Jay's, and he posted that two people from his high school that he went to high school with are also in L.A. doing stand-up. Yeah, Carroll High School, it's a popu- It's a student body of like a 1,000. I looked it up. There's wow. three people from that doing stand-up. He wasn't LA. talking about you guys? No, that's what I thought. I, I thought he was. Ben but sent this it is to a me totally and I was, other small town in ben Texas. Ben sent it to me and I was confused. I'm like, is he talking about us? And he's No, it's, there's like three other people at this one tiny high school. I estimate wow. that close to 40,000 people are actively pursuing stand-up in the country right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I mean, people, it's, it's, it's gone completely retarded. It's the podcast boom. Everybody started talking about stand-up and then everybody wanted to get into it. Right. You know? Just like podcasting. So this is why you... (laughs) No, that's different. It's different. So this is why everybody's writing the same jokes because there's so many people doing it. There's just going to be... You know, you remember how uh, uh, people say, uh, oh, if Steve Jobs didn't invent uh, the iPhone... Uh, someone else would have invented it and within two months or the same with TV or radio. Right. Like they, they well, say radio if, that did happen. Like three different people invented radio at the same time. The same with the phone bill. Right. Alexander Graham Bell got to the pan office maybe 40 minutes before the guy who's not patented with creating the phone. And the other guy, I don't even know his fucking name. Apparently he made a better phone than Alexander Graham Bell. Wow. Yeah. When you say radio, are you talking about the movie? Yeah, the movie radio. <laughs> he ran Sorry. with the copy. <laughs> Sorry, radio. <laughs> radio. There's two three guys with a copy office. of radio. Right, and the guy who uh, made Rain Man beat him to the pan office. Yeah, he's like, dang it. <laughs> how, hey, Jace, how about Alexander Graham Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who that is. Alexander Ocasio Cortez <laughs> Bell. <laughs> now we're talking. Right. And she's just really hot on the phone. <laughs> I will say this about uh, Louis C.K. right now. I I probably I would almost be willing to bet that being alone with him in a room is probably the safest place you could be right now. You know what I mean? For a guy that's been under that much uh, speculation and well, also he got treatment for the shit like around I think the mid two thousands. You know, like yeah. he he admitted as much. Like he was he was doing a bad thing, which right. I think he was. You know, there. The, well, yeah. There's some people arguing that's like he asked every time. It's like he did it to an employee who was under him. Who that's definitely 
if you're like, it's fucked up. If you know what you're doing, you know, you're putting somebody who's young, who's desperate for a job in entertainment in a position they don't want to be in. And then he did it to a colleague on the phone without asking. Right. So those two circumstances for sure were fucked up. I think some others were like less or more like, yeah, he made a move. He stopped. Um, But I think he felt bad about it. He clearly had some compulsion or addiction to it. You know, he was fucked up. And then I think he got treatment for it. And probably having two little girls made him feel like a piece of shit for it. Because the timeline fits for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's. I hope he's getting his rocks off somewhere, though. You know, I hope he's still getting. You oh, know, he's fucking and sucking all over town. I hope so, man. I hope he really is. You know, you got that's the form of treatment that I like to hear about. Yeah, Louis C.K. is kind of like my "it gets better" thing because yeah. he has this one great bit about how, like, if you're like kind of like a dumpy guy or you're like a late bloomer or something like that, it gets better for you because women get so much more desperate <laughs> as they get older. <laughs> that it's like it's literally a bit from "Oh My God," where he's like, by the time you're like thirty-five. You are the last shitty branch she could grab onto before she just plummets to yeah. the planet Earth. Yeah, where are all the good men? They're gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, just grab onto something, literally. It's like me or a guy who cleans pools for crack money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I because uh, I don't know. I would not. I'm glad I'm not in that situation. I mean, I feel so bad for you guys. Man, you cleaning know, pools <laughs> for crack money sounds so much more dignified than doing stand up. That sounds great. Whatever. Yeah, nothing's dignified, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, Do you know almost anyone doing something dignified? Yes. What? Activists. (laughs) (laughs) Jason, I know a lot of pill addicts who write for late night television (laughs) who are doing a lot of good work on the 14th most popular social media app. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I've met like legitimately four people who are like, I work for a nonprofit that takes care of homeless people. I'm like, oh, you're actually a good person. Yeah. And then everybody else is like, oh, yeah, I do billing and shipping for a bullet company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a dog that I like, you know, I, I go to axe throwing um, places and yep. that's my life. I directly support the cartel through my cocaine habits. But I mean, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But if you got to <laughs> where are you going to get it? You know, you can't make it yourself. Well, you could. You could? Yeah, I think it's just gasoline and... Uh, cocoa leaf. Cocoa leaf. Lye, uh, chlorine. It's a lot of very dangerous chemicals. What's the ratio on that? those products? So it's 80... So <laughs> what you're going to take is you're going to take 2% gasoline diluted with water. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to put that in a barrel. You're mm-hmm. going to mix it with about three pounds of cocoa leaf, mm-hmm. a dash of lye, and just a, a little tiny cup of cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, top it all off with that thing that killed all those people. Uh, what's oh, uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl, yeah. Um, yeah colonialism. Yeah. And uh, thank and, God for fentanyl. You know, it's a real bummer. You know, I, I, me and my wife talked about, you know, if we ever had a, a third child, we were going to name it fentanyl. And, and now <laughs> now you can't. You fentanyl tinker. <laughs> yeah, fentanyl. You know, little, fin for short. Yeah, a little fin, you know, and uh, <laughs> a little fanny fin. And and now we can't, you know. It's uh, it's too bad. Didn't you used to have that bit that nobody names their kid 9-11 anymore? <laughs> That's right. Ben, uh, I, I love the way your brain doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a gender fluid name. It really is. So you think more people would use it. Yeah, people yeah. have named their kids seven. Oh, yeah. I went on a date with a lady who legitimately knew somebody who named their kid seven, like after the Seinfeld bit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a bit? Yeah, there's a story arc on Seinfeld where George goes, I'm going to name my kid seven after Mickey Mantle's number. Mm-hmm. And then he tells that at a party and the couple he tells it to, they have a kid. And they name it seven, and he gets like super pissed. Like it was his idea. That's great. And he's never going to have a kid. No, not that guy. <laughs> never, never, never. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Louis C.K., good or bad? 
<laughs> I gotta go. Gotta go with bad on this one. Okay. All right. We got one bad. Sorry, Kevin. No, so, I sorry, think Kevin. You- I'm not gonna fucking use my platform to defend a fucking predator. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are you from Long Beach now or Long Island? I Long, don't know where the fuck Long I'm Co- from. Long yeah, Cox-over? here's where I'm from. Fucking Blue Checkmark City. All right. <laughs> and I've come here on a mission of fucking mercy to tell you that it's a fucking workplace safety issue. Now, a lot of my fat fucking friends who write for late night television and do Postmates five times a day. <laughs> Wait, they write for late night and do Postmates? <laughs> no, no, they order Postmates. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But anyway. They'll tell you he's listen, bad. Listen, I'm trying to get a writing job on the shittiest show on television. <laughs> I'm trying to take down the patriarchy, but also make money for Viacom. <laughs> okay. Back so- that up on the shittiest show on television, by the way. I think that's some good information. We actually looked up what people are watching. And I'll tell you what, it's not a lot of TV. There's not, what, what was, uh, what oh, was, is this a real thing you guys looked up? Yeah, we were looking up uh, the, the rankings of television. What was the dead last one? Oh, you're talking about the Nielsen ratings for yeah. late night? Yeah. Well, Dead Last is, I believe... Uh, it's got to be The Daily Show. No, it's actually Conan. Oh, that's I sad. believe. <laughs> that sucks. I love Conan. And then right above that is Trevor Noah. Right. And then above that is Adult Swim at, at 11.30, and above that is Adult Swim at 10.30. Adult Swim at 11.30 is like Robot Chicken reruns. And stuff. Yeah. What was the top spot? Uh, I think either Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon. I can't remember which one, but yeah. they they were like triple what Trevor Noah gets. Yeah, and number one on the list was Who's Gonna Fuck My Sister mm-hmm. uh, on ABC. Right. No, seriously, the number one shows are like The Bachelor. So still. you think you can dance? Yeah. So you think you're smarter than my sister or whatever? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your sister is very dumb. She's an idiot. <laughs> no, I love my sister, uh, but this for this bit, she's an idiot. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. And everybody really is uh, clamoring. Everybody's watching YouTube. Everybody's, watching, everybody's YouTube. watching now. Speaking of Conan, now that he, uh, you know, he may have been uh, at the bottom of that list, but now he's in a new venue. He's doing that uh, uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast, and he's, it's blowing up. They're doing really good. Oh, good. Top of the charts. The Conan is the most talented out of all of the late night people he's Uh, he's insanely fucking funny he's very very funny he's funny in a style that i like i think david letterman is probably better uh but i like oh well i mean on the air right now yeah yeah, yeah. on the air right now no letterman and conan they're fucking unbelievably funny johnny carson Uh, well and they're also not they're really kind of like the thing with letterman and conan was they kind of had to like this is the problem with late night is it kind of like you can do that late spot and you can do really cool weird shit or you used to be able to like Conan in 06 was like the funniest thing on earth. Yeah. Letterman in the mid 80s was like one of the most creative things possible yep. um, when he's doing like bits like Velcro suit jump on a wall stupid Petrix like it was yeah. so innovative and then they got their like own um, primetime late night where they're like moved to 1030 and they have to be normal. And it just is like these geniuses wearing like concrete boots, like just, yeah. just jogging in <clears throat> slow motion. Yeah. Just, you remember how bad like Conan's jokes were in his monologue and stuff? And he got so good at saving all those jokes. Like if you watch his monologue, he'll save it with like a little dance or like because uh, mm-hmm. he's just still so funny. Right. Joking that he's going to fire his writers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, that's what uh, at, there was a there was a time in my life where a lot of where that was the goal. I was going to try to be a late night host. And uh, then, uh, you know, I you know, started having babies, you know, little baby Finn Finn comes along, you know, <laughs> Finnegan, Finnegan, yeah, fentanyl, Finnegan, Finnegan, <laughs> Finny Finn, fentanyl. Uh, um, can I tell a story about a late night TV writer? I'd prefer I, if you told I a story name. about me, but uh, yeah, like go, go ahead. Hmm. 
trying to think of a story. I don't. No, no, no. Not, tell tell your story. Com- not that's coming to mind right yeah, now. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading between the lines. Uh, this guy. Oh, shit, I already revealed the gender. Damn it. Now they're going to know who I'm talking about. Well, there's only <laughs> a couple of guys working on late night, so. Um, so this guy was at the bar and me and Matt were getting fucked up at like one o'clock in the afternoon. When Don't was- believe it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is a couple years ago. Yeah. Back when you were still a fucking uh, booze hound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're fucking dog for those beers. Mm-hmm. Back when you were drinking beers out of the trunk of your car. Yeah, they would open the trunk of his car and it would just be loose beer. Like yeah. the liquid would be full in the trunk and he just drank it with a big cup. Mobile bar. Yeah, Ben threw out all of his seats so he could fill it with uh, empty beer cans uh, <laughs> at one point. Uh, for real, yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Ben had like the metal equivalent of RoboCop in his car. He really did. Uh, <laughs> and instead of shooting people's dicks off, he was shooting his own dick off. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, all right. Yeah, Coors so, Light just calls me like, hey, do you just want to work for us? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pay you to drink beer. Hey, pal, what's going on? Are you getting your life together or something? What's yeah, the you deal? Get, you get cut off by the beer corporation. <laughs> <laughs> the factory cuts me off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. you figure a way out. It bends uh, like Willy Wonka, but it's a beer factory. He's the fat kid drinking out of the lake <laughs> of Budweiser. I guess his poop. <laughs> the lupas keep trying to drag him out of the pipe and he keeps trying to pull himself in so he can die in a beer pipe. <laughs> Oompa, loompa, doopa dee dee. How suicidal are you going to be? All right, so you're getting fucked up at, at uh, one in the afternoon in a church while your child is getting raped in the corner. Uh, all right, so uh, continue. <laughs> And I see, and he's a comic who I think is actually pretty funny. I think he's a funny guy. I think he has funny jokes. James Corden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Corden is at the bar <laughs> in Highland Park. Yeah. No, sorry. Please continue. Um, and he's just on his phone and he's by himself. I know uh, where he lives because I've I've like talked to him before. I haven't. I, no, I have talked to him before. Whatever. Anyway, he's just on his phone and I'm drinking in the corner. I'm like, I'm going to go to his Twitter. And see what he's fucking. Oh, up I remember. To. I was there with you. I know what writer you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, this is a guy that has a wife mm-hmm. and a house. He's like in his late forties. He he's been writing on TV for 25 years. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's a talented guy. And I go to his Twitter, and he's he's at the bar getting drunk at one in the afternoon, and he's just he has like 40 tweets at Trump. Jesus. He's just tweeting at the president. I'm like, go home. Yeah, seriously. Hug your hug your wife. He's alone go, go. at a bar. What are you doing? Alone you- at a bar, staring into a beer, tweeting at the president. Yeah. You're a fucking homeowner. Well, why invest in something that you can actually have a change or an impact on when you could tweet at the president all day? But here's the thing. You already have a fucking job. Yeah. What are you doing? A lot of people are doing this because they want to break into the industry, and this is how they like get heat for themselves or show that they're an ally or whatever the fuck they're doing. Well, and, it's, and a lot of people that are doing that don't have jokes. This guy is a funny writer. Right. Yeah. And I don't even think, you, you know, you say like they want to break into the issue. I don't even think it's like as much as that. I think people just want to feel like they are doing something important. And so they, I think it literally started around like 2015. Somebody tweeted one thing about Trump and it got a lot of phase and they're like, Ooh, Oh, that felt good. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll tweet. Maybe I'll tweet another thing about Trump. And then that got more faves and more retweets. And they're like, Oh shit. Oh fuck. And then I'm hard now. I'm fucking hard as shit. I'm going to jerk off in front of Louis (laughs) CK. And then somebody else saw that tweet, get a bunch of faves and they're like, yeah, I should. 
yeah, what if I tweeted something about Trump? And then that got like a billion yeah. retweets. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then it's just yeah. people want to like, you know, people just want to be faves. recognized. They want to yeah. get those uh, little heart bubbles. People want digital approval. Well, let's be fair. I mean, you know, I have actually looked at the statistics and we're only a few million tweets away from him changing his mind. <laughs> so, I mean, who are you to say that, you know, the next tweet, you know, somebody might say something real sarcastic, maybe with like a an emoticon or like uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a meme or something. Yeah, the and Trump hands emoji. Yeah, that Trump's going to change our minds. All our dads will start voting Democrat. You know, it's. <laughs> Hey, we're just a few tweets away from fixing society. Right. And I think there were some people who were doing that. I think there are still some people doing that because they really upsets them and they really do want to get that word out there. But I think for the most part, there is a little bit of hypocrisy there, especially when we know so many people who are woke online and like do cocaine out the ass and would like, you know, just like yell at a poor person. Yeah. Um, and I think that hypocrisy is what really annoys you. Hypocrisy? Hypocrisy. Is that like uh, what uh, Cypress Hill <laughs> gets into? <laughs> That's my new Cheech and Chong spec script that I wrote. Hypocrisy. hypocrisy. <laughs> Cheech and Chong take the White House. Hey, man, you shouldn't be smoking all this weed, man. Yeah, it's like Trump. He smokes like mad weed. <laughs> Hey man, you shouldn't be smoking all this weed, man. <laughs> yeah, they get it's high. bad. They start working for Dare. <laughs> they get high with Kim Jong Il. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the shoot that uh, Seth Rogen's basically the new Cheech and Chong. That is true. Hey yeah. Cheech Chong, I'm about to hit this binger real quick. <laughs> Let me hit this little binger and do some dabs. Oh wait, killer man, that's great stuff, man. Hey Cheech Chong, I'm gonna hit this bong real quick and then tweet at Kim Jong Il. I did hear about uh, a script. Kim Jong Ilmatic is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little, little Kim Jong Ilmatic. <laughs> License to Kim Jong Il. Uh, uh, I, I did hear about a conspiracy to slip uh, Trump some uh, DMT or something. That somebody was like, oh, he'd get mushrooms and then he'd be fine. Yeah, I don't really. I don't think so. That's yeah. like all these people who are like doing to justify. Kevin, let me mushrooms. tell you something. I stay fucked up. My <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> I'm on Oxys twenty four seven. Look, I'm at one with the universe right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm connected. I'm taking right. shit while I'm tweeting right. the entire. Universe. I saw the infinite face behind everything, and it is love. And it told me to deport Mexicans back to Mexico. Look, if they can't fix Mexico, why do we need them here? Okay, <laughs> fix a country and then maybe come in. Okay. Sure, you're four years old, but do something to be active in your own community. Right. And that is the funniest Trump. That, that's the promise that Trump is really funny. Like, he's a terrible guy, but Hilarious. what he says is so funny. Yeah. I've always hated Trump as a person uh, from day one. And then when he ran for president, I was like, oh, God, this is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. And then when he won, I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? And then I watched, saw people crying about him winning, and I was like, good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad he won these fucking right. idiots. Well, yeah, you I was were like, so, were you one of those people who was just so mad at the Democratic Party for basically, I think, fucking up so much that Trump got elected? I mean, I I have never voted, and I refuse to, <laughs> uh, and I refuse to have opinions because uh, it doesn't tell you who to vote for in the Bible, and uh, that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons that I, I render I, unto Caesar what is Caesar, friend? Hey, amen, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you. And uh, <clears throat> little Caesars, what is little Caesars? But seeing people's reaction to a president getting elected was very. Uh, no! I, <laughs> it yeah, was, ladies and well. gentlemen, Donald Trump is the 45th president of the. No! <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? That literally was Cartman yelling. Yeah, <laughs> that I, lady at the inauguration. It just like seeing that overreaction like that 
only made me laugh. And I feel bad about it. You know, I want to have empathy for the people that were that broken up. But I was at the comedy store and people were crying and hugging each other. Kevin, I was at the comedy store that night and yeah, I was we were, trying to make jokes and a comic turned to me and he goes, not now, man. Not now, bro. Yeah. Meanwhile, like three hours after a shooting, people are writing roast jokes about it at the comedy store. Still less drone attacks than uh, than Obama. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not I'm not pro anti anything. Well, that's just because Trump's so bad at gaming. Yeah. (laughs) Can't do Trump. (laughs) Well, he's a pussy hound. Yeah. 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 He's a Chad. He's he's not gaming. (laughs) Donald Trump is a Chad. Obama was an autist. Mm -hmm. Obama was a real incel who loved gaming so much. Mm -hmm. He droned the Mm -hmm. Middle East. He's just a poser that wears like, uh, he just has empty monster energy drinks Mm -hmm. put into his house. He's got the one gaming glove so he doesn't chafe his skin (laughs) on his mouse. (laughs) (laughs) The the Lenny of mice and men. Joe Biden's eating flaming hot Cheetos on the couch. I have a direct order from the president that we need to wipe out all the noobs in this area. And uh, the Kandahar Valley, according to Obama, is full of a lot of NPCs. We really need to just <laughs> non-player characters. Yeah. Uh, this just in: uh, the president has pwned all of the Middle East. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Thrones I- are sponsored by Code Red. <laughs> I've just never believed that the Woo. president had that much power to begin with. I was always kind of trained that I don't know, and I could be fucking wrong. That's why I don't vote because I'm a goddamn idiot. Well, but I, I, you know, it's just like when people were flipping out over this whole thing, I was just like, well, I remember people were up. like, listen, he's probably not going to do anything. He just wanted to be president. He'll do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then like his first week, he repealed like so many laws. Like yeah. he immediately did the most things out of any president ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they got the, they had both the house and the, they had the whole thing on lockdown. They started going after it. But um, I wonder, I wonder, is there been... What are probably the biggest changes in everyday life based on the horror, the horrors that uh, President Trump? I can't made? compliment a woman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm not going to get a rape accusation. You open a door for a goddamn woman, you get castrated. You know, <laughs> she's Louise. Right, the guy is opening a door for a woman with his dick. <laughs> I can't do it no more. Can't do nothing nice for a lady like give her a little how do you do in the morning. You know what I mean? I give her a little. You know, they come all people go crazy here. Head to Twitter. It, it is funny. It's like, well, I can't compliment a woman anymore. It's like, you never did that. <laughs> never. You said, hey, baby, show me your titties. Yeah, yeah it's just I a didn't... bunch of construction workers. <laughs> In My fact, complimentary blog's going to go down the tubes now. <laughs> In fact, I don't see anyone compliment anyone ever. Yeah. No one gives anyone compliments. No, no. I'm the only one. It no, because everyone's on their weak. fucking phone now. Yeah, hey, that's right. easy, Dad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Ben, Black Mirror, Avery. Everybody's plugged in. <laughs> That's yeah. what I call it. Yeah, turn, uh, t- turn, tune out, and tur- tune on, and turn out, and tune out. Oh, and oh, tune in. Oh, son, if I was maybe if I was a fucking uh, a PlayStation, you maybe talk to me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad. I'm sorry, I'm not an Atari twenty six hundred, <laughs> but you can't even have a conversation with me unless I'm uh, blinking and blippity blooping and making Tweedledee noises I'm over here. Bleep bloop bloop. You dumb piece of shit. You were so good at math. You were so good at math. And now here you are putting all your energy in this goddamn PS60 Han 9 or whatever shit. This is your one one man play. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants it. You want Street Fighter 2? Clean your damn room, okay? It's going to be a street fight in there if you don't clean it. <laughs> Nintendo 64, what's that? How many brain cells you have left after you're done playing it <laughs> oh man i'd love to see uh, like a timeline of this podcast conversation 
to like the to go through like the different areas we've gone through. Oh yeah, it's just like a heartbeat machine. Yeah. That's how I communicate with my father now. Is with, through with bleeps, bleeps and, and bloops. bloops. Yeah. <laughs> bleeps and bloops. Is that you just saying the N-word? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I usually have to tune it out. Now, my dad's not from Texas, so I don't have to worry about that. Hey. Hey. I got you both. So good right now. Are we gonna still be able to do the podcast? Are you guys okay? Now, I'm not I'm not cool about it, but I'll shoulder I'll soldier through. I'll shoulder through. Let me say something really quick. If your name's uh Devin and you're from Texas, you should just shoot yourself, okay? It's always like a white guy named Joseph. It's always like a white guy named Jake. Yeah. It's always like a white guy named like Brad. You can literally make any name sound stupid by just saying it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially the ones that are already stupid. Right. Which there's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any of them, though, because uh, everybody loves the name Tammy. It's always some white girl <laughs> named Tammy. <laughs> Where are you going? Nowhere. I'm just unraveling my headphones because oh. I have a hard time listening to the bullshit that's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot to uh, set the fader to cancel out all your bullshit. Yeah, please, yeah. please, holy moly! Yeah, anyway, you, we can't talk about Trump forever. No, I don't want to talk. We, ab- we don't want to be the only podcast that talks about uh, Trump. Unfortunately, Jace, that's not an option uh, because he's going to be president forever. He's literally going to change the constitution yeah. where he can be president. Do you think he's legitimately going to win in twenty twenty? Yes, I Dude, wonder. You, I don't want have him you to. Met most like, people, have you met them? Dude, he's going to be our president forever. Yeah. Most people are fucking stupid. Except for me. <laughs> he's the only president to never get 50% approval. Jace doesn't like that bit. The White House. Oh, really? Jace is like moving on. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that bit. I, I don't know. I feel like he's going to get voted in again because I don't see anybody from the other side actually trying to win people that voted for him last time. Yeah, that's you know a good what I mean? point. I don't yeah. think you can do that. That's never been I think a thing. Joe Biden, I think infor- the unfortunate truth is like another white guy could beat him, but I don't think any um, POCs or like women that they're going to try and force into the spot are going to beat him. But, yeah, I, that's I, that's kind of how I feel too, and I, it's unfortunate because I think I think we are ready for a female president, and I think we are ready for you know whatever. I think yeah, that would be dope. I would like to see that in let, the history. Let me ask you a question, Kevin. Yes, would you say because I'm you're much older than me, a lot older, a lot older. Yeah, Kevin is fifty eight years old. That's right. Did you see in like the elections, of like the two thousand election? Did you see people going, oh yeah, you really did just change my mind there. I'll be voting for the other guy. Whoever the other guy was. Uh, no. Okay. No. I I saw people. So that's never been a thing. No, I've never seen anybody change their mind. I've changed my mind. You know, I've changed my mind a couple of times about a few things. Uh, but I, and let me say this though. I will say that the times that, let me re, let me re-answer your question. I have seen people change their minds, but it was never through yelling or calling them stupid. You know what I mean? Like it was never like uh, an appeal to uh, uh, an alternative, meaning it was never like uh, you should vote for this guy because this guy's fucking dumb. You know, it was always right. like a reason to go the other direction. I think, yeah, just you facilitate a place where somebody can actually change their mind, where you have an open conversation. Right. You have questioning, you have politeness, and that allows somebody, because when you're like, hey, why don't you vote for Trump? Don't vote for Trump, you fucking retard. That just makes somebody double yeah. down. They're like, well, fuck you. I'm not a fucking retard, you idiot. Yeah, especially if it's all the person ever talks about. You start going, I want to vote for the other guy because <laughs> yeah. this is so annoying. <laughs> Shut up. Just as a contrarian type nature, you want to do the opposite of what people are telling you to do. I will say this. I have never, ever in, uh, in my life, 
ever seen anybody talk about the president as much as we talk about him now, ever. I, I mean, and you know, I went through. I was a kid, you know, I was young, but I was around Reagan and you know all that shit and and uh, and Bush. You know, I I was I went through all that. People had a lot to say about Bush, you know, but it was mostly it was mostly limited to you know like. Uh, you know the late night stuff. John Stewart would talk shit on Bush a lot, but it was never like a conversation that would go into my everyday life. Yeah. That's know? the main reason I don't want him to win. Is I just want to stop fucking talking about him. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about the Obama years. Was I was in, in a Republican place, so nobody was talking about Obama. Yep. yep, we didn't fucking talk about the president back in 2014 because nobody gave a shit. We're like, we got a cool guy, Democrat in the White House. He seems like a good dude. Who gives a shit? Let's talk about other stuff. And then up yeah. until around 2015, things started to go crazy. And then now this is every conversation, including us, not wanting to have this conversation. Right on a podcast we feel like we have to talk about it all right changing the subject when you guys got to take a big (laughs) shit do you you get the shivers is this an ad for blue chew (laughs) (laughs) hey folks this is kevin taken here from the uh, brain jail podcast just want to remind you guys if you got to take a big shit uh get yourself some metamucil and some magnesium Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll tell you what nothing will be ooier or gooier (laughs) or immediate than your shits uh now back to the show uh, <clears throat> no, I, no, I, it is an interesting uh, thing, and it's very annoying that we that we have to talk about it because I, I've said this for a long time. Uh, this has always been my stance on all, honestly most opinions, which is good, bad, or indifferent. But I hate fighting. My parents got divorced when I was in junior high. I don't like fighting. Mm-hmm. I want and they told to, you it was th- your fault. Well, you know, and I had to, you know, I and I punched them out. You know, I punched them <laughs> for saying that, but they were right. Uh, but I did go down to the courthouse and file for their divorce, which is. <laughs> odd uh usually the child doesn't get away with that right you brainwashed your parents into getting divorced yeah and i would always buy prostitutes for my dad (laughs) and uh you know but i thought that was a great father's day gift uh but uh no i uh no i honestly it's it's part of my psychology is that i don't like people fighting and at the end of the day it's like i've I've said this multiple times especially to people that i care about where i'll be they'll say you know trump's bad and i'll be like yeah he's bad and they'll be like yeah fuck him and everybody that likes him i'm gonna take it easy and they go well what what and then i and then I'm, I'm going look if if and this is on almost every subject if we figure out the solution right now we figure out we're able to see into the future and know a decision that needs to be made right now in order to change the future great we know it we're the smartest people in the fucking universe nobody's going to listen to us <laughs> we're not going to be able to put those policies into place so why the fuck are we still talking about it you know what I mean? Right. Like that's always been my point. And so then, and then the next thing is, well, so how are you doing? Are you, are you okay? Let's hear on some Jordan Peterson shit, which is like, these people are getting like, just screaming about world leaders. And it's like, your life is falling apart. Like just focus on actually improving <clears throat> your yeah. own little corner of the world. Like go volunteer at a soup kitchen. Oh, I'm about to say things I don't do at all. Go volunteer at a soup kitchen or like go yeah. literally clean your room or like maybe go exercise or anything. Like do anything you can do to make yourself a better person so you can be a better person towards other people. I was in downtown Hollywood and I, I heard somebody scream, uh, Trump is literally the devil. And it was shouted from a cardboard box. <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, maybe uh, do something. It was a guy tying himself off with. Uh, with <laughs> yeah, he's about to inject truth into his veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the form of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what I was. I, yeah, tying himself off with something, but yeah, the. Uh, 
uh, a WWJD bracelet mm-hmm. uh, or something. <clears throat> Even funnier than that. Holy moly. Let's just go into VR already. Seriously. I'm, I'm so sick of everything. Ben, let's let's try this one. Prove to me we're not in VR right now. Well, if we're on VR, I'll go into another VR. I don't I don't care. I want to go to a place where people aren't yelling and I can just, you know, build a log cabin in my VR world in the Northwest and I can just be a serial killer and everyone can leave me <laughs> well, the fuck alone. Okay, now how are you gonna kill people if everybody's leaving you alone? Well, I mean, like in the VR world of my choosing, I I live in like utopia where I'm the only bad guy and I just kill everybody all the time. Do you ever wonder about how many lives the game Grand Theft Auto has saved just for you personally? For me personally? Yeah. How many lives have been saved because you can kill people in a video game? Grand Theft Auto gets kind of boring to Ah, me. Pick another one. Um, Gran Turismo. <laughs> Gran Torino? Yeah, Gran Torino. Gran Torino San Andreas. Now we're talking. Now That's uh, favorite. They learned to code to make that hey, game. What button do just... I press to yell, get off my lawn? <laughs> what button do I... Right. You got to open up the slur wheel and you select the slur you want to use in that How game do I moment. pull my eyes back? How do I do that? <laughs> Which button do I press for that? <laughs> <laughs> Great the, movie. The, the cheat code just lets you live in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boring game yeah. after that. We got nothing to complain about, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. Oh, that would be funny if like a really big like Grand Torino racist guy moved to Vermont. He's just like he's like kind of depressed because there's no there's, there's no minorities to complain about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of ruins his life. Yeah, he turns around. He's like, "You fucking oh, it's just my shadow." <laughs> 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 yeah, he's yelling at gophers and shit. Yeah. He's called gophers racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> them dirt tunnelers out there, shit. And <laughs> all them tunnelers yeah. out there, them dirt weasels. <laughs> <laughs> this feels wrong. It's yeah. not those swamp donkeys. It, out there. it, it is funny. <laughs> I told you. One. I told you. Me and Ben did that one time where we like we were just like, let's invent something that sounds like a racial slur but isn't like it just sounds dirty and yeah. we came up with swamp donkey yeah which doesn't mean anything but if i yelled it in like a crowded theater i could go to jail <laughs> oh yeah you'd get uh look at that fucking swamp donkey yeah you get twitter canceled for sure yeah <laughs> you lose your blue check mark uh turn into a red check mark right i always ask people i've asked people at parties before i go if i said swamp donkey what would you think that racial slur would be about and they always say cajun people which i'm like you're racist it's not anything yeah they're like you're racist (laughs) (laughs) no no you're racist right yeah i uh ben i mean someday i hope for the world where you can you know build your specialty clocks that you can fuck in a cabin uh, up in Vermont. Oh, that sounds so right. nice. A clock where the minute hand is a big pocket pussy. Yeah, yeah. And the hour hand's a big dildo. Oh, mm. man. Mm-hmm. Someday. You know what I like about you saying that? Mm-hmm. It's equal. <laughs> you know, um, I wish there were more hands to represent more of the genders, though. <laughs> but other than that, mm-hmm. I think it's very, it's it's good that you right. put I build that. a clock with 97 hands on it. Wait a second. Did you say the minute hand would be a penis? I said the minute hand would be a pocket pussy and the hour hand would be a dildo. Hmm. See, I'm upset about that because uh, the minutes are smaller than hours. Whoa. But then at the same time, hours do represent more than minutes. <laughs> Hmm, I'm not here's sure how bad, reason, how which way you're bad. Here's the only reason I did it is because the minute hand goes around faster, so it'll <laughs> empty out the jizz when it's down around. 
Ah, 630 nice. and yeah. then it'll go back up. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's quitting time. Yeah, our <laughs> hand it's only going to it's only going to dip the the come out hey, once a day. Hey, how about uh back to the future but Doc climbs the clock tower when it strikes 420. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and he's holding a big bong and the lightning <laughs> hits the bong and grants him a massive rip. <laughs> and then Marty is driving at 69 miles per hour and he goes in and he just flies into the twin right. towers. <laughs> On 9-11. <laughs> okay. 1.21 Dabalots. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. 1.21 milligrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. It's not enough, yeah. though. So they do a... <laughs> so they just Marty, do, we have to lower the age of consent, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it. <laughs> Great go, Scott, Marty. They go, they go back to the old west. <laughs> just to <laughs> be pedophiles. Just to lower the age of consent. <laughs> yeah, they're talking to like Ulysses S. Grant, and they're like, imagine a few where you couldn't fuck a 14 year old he's like my god cigar pops out of his mouth my god man marty i hit my head on the sink and now i just want to fuck kids marty i invented the fucks capacitor marty <laughs> i can't i don't even have anything to say it's, yeah. it's, it's, i'm it's trying good. to go along with it it's so autistic the yeah, only thing yeah. i can think of was he puts a dildo on the delorean door and it opens into his ass <laughs> That's no, it's powered it. by dildos. <laughs> if I was listening to this podcast, I would rip my radio out of my car and throw it out the window. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is funny that Marty, uh, uh, his, his mom tries to fuck him. Yeah. And then she just calls him gay. Yes, that he, is. A good she does. Guess. She thinks he's, she thinks he's gay because he won't fuck his mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> is he though? You know, isn't he? Is he gay? No, I mean, you know, there is a time she travel. She pretty good. There's a Robert, she did look good. In yeah, that. <laughs> them titties um, ain't my mom. Lorraine. <laughs> Wait, instead of those that David Tell line, those titties ain't retarded. It's, it's just, just those titties ain't my mom. <laughs> those titties ain't maternal. <laughs> They're so stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah, made, yeah. you made Back to the Future go. They do a bong rip and fly into the towers. <laughs> um, I, wait, did you say the towers? Yeah, he said the towers. Yeah, when he flies, it's 69 miles per hour. He flies into the future and he hits the twin towers. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Uh, I, and he yells, Alu Akbar. There is a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Akbar Marty. Um, there is right. a Robert Highland short story from the 60s about a guy who. We get it. You can read. I read the Wikipedia article <laughs> for it um, about a guy who goes back. He's, he's drinking at a bar and he's like telling this bartender the whole story of his life. And he uh, goes back in time um, and fucks a lady. And then uh, as he grows up, he uh, uh, gets her pregnant. She has a kid. As he grows up, he. Uh, gets becomes trans and becomes a woman and then he goes back in time again and gets fucked by a guy and then he basically he figures out through time travel he was his own mom and dad and gave birth to himself somehow jeez louise yeah so fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> this book was written in 1960 yeah it was like 1968 or something like that what word did he use because transgender wasn't a term back then. no i think he just got sexual reassignment surgery is what he called it you mm-hmm. could do that in 1960 i mean it's sci-fi He's oh. also doing time travel. So, so, That's your one problem oh, with the wait, story. Wait, wait so, a second. Wait, now. I understand that he's traveling through time, but he got a sex change. <laughs> so then it so then transgenderism was just like this sci-fi type idea that you could change your gender. I mean, if you were transgender in like 1965, you were probably viewed as like 
how we would view a terrorist in 2004. Well, don't how we would view a pedophile now is like probably what transgender people are viewed as. They always cite they're like, oh, transgender people have always been a thing since like, like you can go back to the 1800s and people were transgender. Mm -hmm. Is that true? I mean, if you like go back to, I think I'm stealing a joke from somebody, but if you go back to like a native American tribe in like the one thousands, like there was always like some effeminate member of the tribe who basically like they kept as a woman and didn't hunt. Come talk to Chief Tuxet back. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> oh, Chief man. they them. <laughs> Runs with pronouns. <laughs> we will sneak over in the night and cancel the other tribe. <laughs> yeah, they canceling just was just up. hitting with a rock. Yeah. Man, we really hit our racist bingo this, this episode, guys. Right. I'm really proud of mm-hmm. us. Smoke signals were... Smoke signals, but it's like a Twitter thread? It smoke no. signals, but they're tw- they're sending smoke signals in A A V E, and everybody gets offended. Okay, yeah, okay. Abonics. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one bit where you yeah, have to tap I'm offended. Out. You know what? I got to take these headphones <laughs> off again. Uh, yeah, the uh, the listener can't tell, but Kevin's trying to rip uh, the the microphone cord right in we, half. We, right <laughs> we've actually chained Kevin to the podcast table. <laughs> the, the one part of my personality is trying to like unplug all the cables right now. <laughs> And like uh, somehow figure out how can I not put this out? Is there a way to uh, appease my friends and yet save my Honestly, reputation? My mic, my mic isn't even on. I'm just too retarded to know. <laughs> yeah. You just don't even have it on. Right. Yeah, we're doing this. Ben doesn't know he's dying, so we're just doing this for him. It's we're like gonna, a make a wish. Yeah, we're gonna play this for your kids yeah. after you're dead. This podcast is like the version when they let a kid with cancer score a touchdown in the big football game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think, though, that we are in, literally, we're, we're entering a post-canceled uh, future. I don't feel like people are really getting canceled anymore. I are think they? people are getting sick of it. I think people are getting sick of the whole like, whole call-out culture. I, I mean, when was the last time somebody got fired over something, really? I mean, I got fired about a year ago. <laughs> that was just, you know, other things. <laughs> it wasn't because you tweeted at Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have. Yeah, but have you literally, like, uh, I'm not really up to date on the news, Ben. Have you heard about somebody getting fired over, like, a bad tweet or something recently? I mean, Roseanne, it's been about a year now. Since then, Norm was, they tried to cancel Norm in November, but Netflix didn't cancel the show for that reason. I think they did cancel the show. I'm not sure. I think they're just not bringing it back, but it wasn't yeah. like they're like, we refuse to work with Norm McDonald anymore. So yeah. I guess Norm was the last one they tried to go after, and they're still trying to go after Jordan and uh, Ben Shapiro and all those guys, Yeah, email- which they're trying to sue New York Times for slander. From what I, I mean, saw. I read that New York uh, Times article on Jordan Peterson. They really should, because that was a complete hatchet job. They pulled Absolutely. like half of sentences. They made him pose for pictures that were clearly ridiculous that he would never take. Yeah. It was like, it, was, it really was a, a complete hatchet job. Hey, here's a picture here of Jordan Peterson shaking hands with the Godzilla monster. <laughs> Now, he, we all know the Godzilla monster destroyed most of Tokyo. Right. <laughs> and look at him right here. He's actually helping him. He's right. handing him a hammer. Yeah. We actually found a picture of uh, Jordan Peterson hanging out with Pol Pot back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, of course, you know, if they're, you know, if you don't like him, put him in a camp. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, how do you expect to uh, have friends if uh, you don't kind of like him? You know, I mean, uh, what are you going to do? You know? 
Here's another picture of Jordan Peterson doing Pluto's podcast. As we all know, the rapist from Popeye. On- uh, Pluto, yeah. Oh, Pluto, sorry. Uh, Pluto's Pluto. on gas digital. <laughs> Ass digital. Ass digital. Uh, Hashtag stand with olive oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would that would be the uh, a nice bit of satire is just like trying to cancel people based on cartoon characters. Like, what do you mean? Uh, here's a picture of uh, of <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Uh, he's in the car with Lorraine in Back to the Future Two, and he does nothing. <laughs> when Biff comes and is like, he, you know, he's in the back seat just twiddling his thumbs. What cartoon is that? <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> I said cartoon, but I was wrong. Kevin's playing right, again. Let's see if we can get this. <laughs> and, and Kevin's mic is unplugged. And Good stuff. I really uh, great job, everybody. <laughs> it's your turn and to have I, a panic attack, bitch. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, panic attack, pan uh, pandemic, pan uh, pan pan sexual attack, pan uh, pan from pan pan from the office. Uh, funny humor, <laughs> humor comedy. <laughs> mm. Pan's labyrinth. It's a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, here's Jordan Peterson, uh, pushing Dumbo. (laughs) I think I thought of the best example, probably, which was what, uh, Popeye. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like, uh, maybe he's, uh, he's showing Hitler how to, how to do the Heil. (laughs) Well, like it's a dance move. (laughs) Yeah. Do the Heil. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny if you hit in the cha cha slide just the directions to see Kyle. <laughs> right hand now, right hand now, raise 45 I, angle. I was reading the start article. the train. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was reading an article that uh, the dab is uh, originates from the Roman salute. Really? Yeah, <laughs> the Roman salute was the dabbing. Hand, the hand goes up. Oh, is that where the Nazis got the yeah. sick Heil was from Rome? Yeah. They did love Roman culture. So the dab is like supposed to be a white power symbol. That's so fucking. They also thought the circle game was white power. It's so the silly. circle game. You know, like when somebody goes like this, like they do an okay sign, which everyone does. Still. <clears throat> it's supposed to be like white power because it looks like a W and a P because your three fingers are up. Your one fingers in a circle. And it's literally just people doing the okay sign. So there was like little like kids in like high schools just doing the circle game where you hold the yeah. And if somebody thing, looks at it, you, you to punch, punch them. On you the punch them. So they're yeah. doing it in photos, and people are like these fourteen year olds are secretly doing the white power sign. Jesus, like they're in the clan or yeah. something. That's yeah, insane. You can see popular NBA player after he made the three pointer, he raised and made the white power <laughs> sign as he ran down the court. You can clearly yeah, see it here. James is white power. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, it's so good. These people are basically like the people looking for like, you know, the Fibonacci sequence in like a death metal album, you know? I think people are just, they want to be mad. I think a lot of people want to be mad or they want to justify the feeling shitty about their life. Yeah. A lot of the time. And they're just going out there and just looking for shit. Well, you know, it's a great distraction to be a part of a movement. I read this book called um, Leaving the Fold. It was about... Um, basically leaving Christianity and they were talking about the power of mass movements is literally like kind of a lacquer. You just pour over like the cracks of your life because if you're in this mass movement, you have a purpose, like which is yeah. the most important thing to have in life is Absolutely. a purpose. It's like this immediate filler to like feel okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, like they've done research into like the longest like living civilizations on planet earth, like the people 
with the highest life expectancy, almost all of them were in some type of extremely religious group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, it just keeps you happy. It keeps you stress-free. You put your troubles on God. You don't have to worry about anything. If you got a reason for going forward, you know, even if it's bullshit, mm-hmm. at least you have a reason. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And that is something I kind of miss about the church a little bit is like the reason for everything. I miss the church because it was just nice to know I was doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. And even if I'm not, I'm sure I'm certainly striving towards it. You can't really leave the church now. I thought I left the church. This shit is worse. This shit is so much worse. Oh, you mean the church of uh, Los Angeles? No, just like the fucking... church of comedy? Because like Jay said with that story when he was a kid, it's just like the thought police just pull up, beep, beep, oh, park God. the car, pull you over. Jace, you cannot make little jokes like that in class when discussing the death of, mm-hmm. a, of a biblical woman 5,000 years ago. Yeah. yeah, That is not okay. It's too soon. Yeah, I, I remember moving to Los Angeles and thinking, oh, it's free. It's free time now. It's time to be free. Emotionally, I don't have to worry about stuff. You know, I'm out. The people aren't going to be monitoring me constantly. And, you know, I can, you know, I can, uh, you know, I can say shit on the streets. You know, literally, and uh, and it was even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is. The, I think that's what makes us particularly angry about it is we left a systemic group of censoring where they're like, you can't think this, you can't say that, mm-hmm. you can't be this. Don't literally tries that. to fit everybody in a box of similar thinking mm-hmm. and morality. And then we came out here and it's the exact same thing. Don't say this, don't think this, be exactly this. It's a checkbox of Christianity all over again. You know how I yeah. feel? Sometimes I think like, what if when we did leave the church, we did go to hell? And this is hell because <laughs> they always say you go to hell if you left the church. And I'm like, fuck, they were not wrong because I am uh, I am sitting at an open mic for the fourth straight hour and people are just screaming about. Right. I mean, that's also. Shit. Yeah, I want to go along with your bit, but it's also like your life's not terrible. You're we're fine. You know, yeah. no, my life is better now. But Jesus Christ. Right. There is a version of hell. It just depends I was on doing where you focus. Right. No, sorry. I understand. I felt like I had to like, because te- it was like kind of serious and yeah, then yeah, started yeah. a bit, but I want my, but, but sometimes I'm, apologies. but sometimes I'm like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I'm like, man, they kind of weren't wrong in a weird way. Like if you keep your world really, really small, right. Then it's well, kind of better. There is some wisdom in a lot of gospel that we were preached to growing up where it's like, Hey, the number one answer there. Like if you look at the words of Jesus, it's really a great way to live your life. Like the only answer is to love yourself and to love other people. That's a big thing I talk about in yep. therapy a lot was when they talked about they're like, love the Lord you got, your God as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. A big component in that that I missed growing up was like, oh, you got to also love yourself like you are God or like you are God looking in at yourself. Right. And go throughout the world knowing that you are loved no matter what. Yeah. You're like, you are a creature of this design, love, and grace and give yourself grace. Well, yeah. Can you imagine the power of being able to walk through the world feeling like you're unconditionally loved? By the creator? Yeah. That's I'll a get, powerful thing. I'll get moments of it from time to time where mm-hmm. like if I'm like having a bad day and I'm driving in my car and I'll just like take a moment now to be like, hey, you are like I like you are loved. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Everything is okay. Everything will always be yeah. okay because you are loved and cared about and That's you love other people. And you'll get like forty five minutes, you'll just be like, Yeah, it's great. I'm yeah. just gonna have fun, you know, embrace the chaos of this existence right. and just know that everything is okay. And then, you know, you have one bad thought and then immediately slip back right. into into brain jail. Yeah. Get the keys. <laughs> Lock the gates. Lock the gates. Uh, yeah, that's great. It's dark J- Marin. That's dark so, Lord Marin. You know what's crazy is how good that is? How amazingly positive and, and good that is, but also how hella gay it is. <laughs> 
two at the same time. You know what I mean? Do not call stuff gay. Sorry. uh, (laughs) I just told my kids that the other day. Yeah. Uh, It really is the uncut gay shit like that that makes you feel fantastic. It really is. It absolutely is. All all the positive things. And I think that's like the the epidemic of being cool Mm -hmm. that that you slip into when you're, you know, in in high school and it's hard to get out of um, is is the self-care, the the uh, mm-hmm. liking yourself, any of that stuff, the positive stuff. It's just like people, it, fe- it, it, it people revolt against that. Yeah. Well, it goes into like, Ben, you've, I've showed you this article, the David Foster Wallace article called the problem with irony. And that's his whole point is that kind of the culture moved to this ironic point where it's like, especially in the eighties and nineties, that was such a popular form of expression. And the big problem with that is that the stuff that is really hokey and corny and straight up embarrassing yeah. to think and be and say is the stuff that makes your life worth living. 100%. And I thought a, he just had a problem with it because it was too much deconstruction. Well, that's, we need to start building that was up. the first part of his argument that the problem with irony is it's great for disassembling um, hierarchies and dogma. It's great mm-hmm. for taking down the church or it's great for taking down the popularity of the Republican Party in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. It was great for that. But the problem with irony is it doesn't put anything in its place. Yeah. So you're left with this vacuum. And when you're in this vacuum, it also guards against, you know, more of like an existentialism thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to, there's, this means nothing. So I'm going to avoid, I'm going to take these things that can give my life meaning and put them in its place. But irony kind of won't let you do that. No. Uh, I mean, I've told, I've told Ben a couple of times, like, how long can you be ironic before you are just that person? And it's no longer ironic. Then you're just actually in love with 9-11. And you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you have to, there has to be a give and take a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is honestly one of the things that I'm fucking loving about this podcast is the fact that, uh, and I'm not going to make a joke here, I'm going to be serious, <laughs> is that we are uh, really showing kind of the the gambit of who we are of our emotions and whatnot, mm-hmm. because we've, you're talking about fucking David Foster Wallace, you know, right. like a big old geek. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and we're also, you know, talking about poo poo pee pee and saying, yeah, you know, make come come in my type type. Yeah. I mean, and that's honestly, that's the kind of shit that I, I think is one of those things that, that, that people forget about every single human being mm-hmm. is that we are vast and, and, and varied. You know what yeah. I mean? There, there are two sides of it, you know? So well, it's, I think that's people lose track of like seriousness doesn't have to be depressing. Like Ben, you love Camus and he was like, he was like a big pussy. Like he loved life, right? Yeah. He loved sports, uh, drinking, gambling, smoking. Uh, he loved women. Yeah. He like wrote all this like existentialism type stuff where life means nothing, but that isn't a depressing thought. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of a freeing thought a lot of the time. Yeah. Is like, oh, I don't have to live with this great importance placed on my fucking back all the time. Right. Well, it's nice to know that nothing really matters and that you can just invest in, you know, the things that you enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, and you can just like things and that's okay. Right. I mean, that's, I've been really stressed at this job and that's kind of been helping me out. I was like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll try to do my best, but if I get fired, who gives a shit? Right. I get, people get fired all the time. All the time. They go on unemployment and they find another job within four to five months. It's yep. literally fine. It happens all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And you are not so fucking special enough that you getting fired is some grand indictment on your part. Yeah. That you think it is. Yeah. Speaking of getting fired, make sure to go support this podcast on Patreon, <laughs> uh, where you can find nothing additional but just a little thanks 
you know, a little bit of thanks from us. Uh, we we do surely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, I did want to make one really bad joke uh, in reference to something that you said earlier. Go do, for it. Do I have permission? Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, ben, I'd like to make sure that this is okay. Wait, ask Wilk Satan too. Satan, is this okay if I make a joke real quick? Um, I have a question. Yeah, yeah, please. In this joke, yeah, is it at the expense of anyone else? Actually, it's not, and that's why it's so bad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was that uh, book that you uh, read earlier about uh, leaving the church? Um, uh, leaving the Fold. Yeah, I actually uh, wrote a similar book. Uh, it was actually uh, about the time I quit my origami club. <laughs> hmm. Maybe social justice warriors do suck ass. <laughs> no. You know what? I apologize. It- that joke actually was the expense of our own ears. <laughs> Uh, I apologize. It is for funny. That. Those are the only jokes that offend me. Are just really bad jokes. <laughs> really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, uh, I do like. Uh, I, I do like writing jokes where uh, it starts out with a bad joke and then analyzes the bad joke. <laughs> That's always fun. Always a good time. Well, yeah, I I'm think- not really offended by jokes at my expense because I'm like, people have said insanely fucking horrible things to me in my life that the yeah that the bar is set much higher than like. A joke about like white men or something. Like, yeah, that doesn't hurt my feelings. I yeah. have told and I me- always have to remind myself a big thing if I'm at an open mic or something is I have to remind myself it's not about you. You know, yeah. When somebody goes, all oh, these fucking white men raping people and shit, and it's like there are a lot of white men raping people and shit. Yeah, and you're not one of them, so don't be like, hey, come on, I'm not raping people. It's like it's not about yeah. you. You know. Yeah, I mean, it might be an inaccurate joke, uh, <laughs> but you know that doesn't mean you should be offended, right? By it, you know. Uh, fuck white people. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, fuck the police coming I, straight from the underground. <laughs> I think hanging out with you guys has definitely thickened my skin. And when I say you guys, I don't just mean you guys. I mean, you know, Matt and, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, just the general, when you get in the riffs, you know, people, everybody's fucking my kids. And, uh, you know, it's just the jokes. And I'm just like, I had to, I had to just like, let it go. Like, oh, they're just literally yeah. talking. About I think nothing. that was a real adjustment for me. I think it might've been for you too, Ben was when we were growing up, nobody was really like, people would say mean things about you from time to time, but it was never like in joke form constantly. Like nobody really ribbed other people for the most part. No, that's, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I mean, growing up, didn't you feel like a complete outsider? I mean, I felt like a complete outsider, but I do think there was, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a power in feeling like an outsider sometimes. Cause I feel like I was an outsider for a good reason. And there was part of me that was like, I feel like I have some like grander truth existing out there. And there was all this hope built into it. So yeah, I felt shitty all the time. Um, I think I just mean more, I didn't know how to exist with people giving me shit all the time in a joking way where they're not really attacking you. It's just, that's a way of male bonding in a normal day-to-day life when you're not in an extremely Christian place. Like somebody just walking to you be like, yeah, look at you, you fat piece of shit. You know, it's like, that's like how they're being friendly. Right. And you just didn't get that growing up. Cause I remember like even you for a little bit when you got that autistic label, on you and that's all anybody did was be like oh you're fucking autistic and you suck and I remember it really got to you because people were treating you like this caricature well I would do it in a funny way like I was being funny Mm -hmm. and then they go up to you they're like yeah you're autistic I'm like and (laughs) I'm like you gotta say a joke like I would always make a joke about me being like stupid or dumb or clueless or a buffoon Mm -hmm. like it's like guys this is a character I'm putting on for 
for comedy. Right. Because when you're on stage, you're supposed to be entertaining. And this is this is an aspect of my personality I found to be entertaining. Yeah. Right. So you can't just walk up to me after and be like, ah, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm well, like, do you not know I'm doing a, a bit? Well, I have that. I'm yeah. doing a bit. Yeah. yeah. I had that same thing where I was doing a lot of like, I hate my body type jokes, which I certainly feed into that. But I'm like, I know I'm a decently, like I fuck. I'm a decently attractive guy. I've got a height thing. Wow. And, and a people, huge dick. And a huge dick. Huge. Uh, huge. Bluetooth.com. Way over <laughs> average. Um, way, way, way over average. Uh, we're talking 75% medium. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, talking about extra large Pillsbury dough <laughs> pre-packaged. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. Pre-packaged. That kind yeah. of dick. I take my, uh, I open my zipper and it pops out like when you open the top. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bunch of gas. Everybody smells it. I love that smell. <laughs> I love that smell when it first comes out of the package. Um, but I would do all these jokes about like being like a fat person and hating my body. And people would be like, walk up and they'd be like, hey, fatty. And I'm like, that's not. A joke. That's just you calling me a fatty, and it makes me I feel had bad. Somebody, That's the problem with being around on funny people. Yes, is that they're trying to do the same funny thing, and they don't mean ill will by it, but it's just like, you know, like I, I was talking to Keith Carey from uh, Mean Boys about this, where it's like, um, you'll do all these like roasty type shows, and now like he, you know, he wrote these jokes about friends and people he cares about, and they're like doing it for TV. And then people just walk up to him. They're like, hey, fuck you, you ugly fucking retard. And he's like, what the Jesus Christ? Yeah. You're like that. They're like, that's not OK. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's too bad uh, that people aren't funny. Well, yeah. Well, know? that's the thing. Like they, they say that to you and you're like, what the fuck? Why are you being? And then you you see their act. You're like, oh, you have no idea what a joke is. Right. Like you yeah. couldn't even tell a fucking knock knock joke. Right. And it's most of people just being like, so I was walking down the street the other day and a guy said, got changed for pickles. What? <laughs> it's like hey, you you're, gonna, you're gonna elaborate about there you're just gonna make fun of a homeless man yeah suffering from schizophrenia well i think that's that's probably the common denominator that's so frustrating about uh you know 2019 comedy in los angeles is that a lot of people aren't even making jokes mm-hmm. they they don't know and so regardless if it's like I mean, we, we, you guys know what I'm talking about. If there's more than five white men in a circle, I'm just like, call the cops. It's right. a hate crime. And I'm going, where's the joke? Are a lot of people are even doing a blander version of that, which I think is kind of worse because it's eroding comedy because they will get laughs off it where it's, they're not a joke teller and they're not a storyteller because I tell like a lot of stories, but they're usually pretty long. They have a lot of stuff in them. Yeah. Um, voices like me breaking stuff down and I like doing comedy like that but now people are telling stories but they've taken what should be a eight minute long story bit and they've shortened it down to a minute 30 so literally all they're doing is describing everything funny that happened in front of them yeah no part of them is contributing to it and they're still getting laughs off it because it is a funny event right but no part of you was needed to like I could tell that story a fucking dog could tell that story and get a laugh you just read they're just reading a script mm-hmm. something pretty, that happened this much. happened once hey yeah. here's the, it's like well what's funny what do you, explain it to me yeah you got to break it down add break, anything break add it a down tag. i mean if any any good dj i'll tell you you got to break it down <laughs> you know everybody <laughs> right well that's your true calling is to be a real mc oh real real mc oh man speaking of being a real mc we need to break this podcast down yeah what right. what time are we at minute 25 Hour 25. Hour and 43. Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah. Man, time flies when you're um, getting canceled. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> uh, well, if you appreciate what you listen to, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you don't like it, the fucking fuck you and also leave a review. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Fuck I, you. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll beat everyone's ass. I've never been in a fight before, but that's a threat. 
yeah, I'm Kevin Tinkin at Kevin Tinkin on all social media. Got Ben over here, Ben Avery over here. Um, at, I'm at Real Donald Trump <laughs> on Twitter. And I'm Jace. I'm at the Real OJ32. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, please do uh, subscribe if you like what you hear. We'd love to hear some feedback. Uh, feel free to send me an email at uh, Kevin J at gmail.com. Uh, or, uh, you know, you can just put in anything and whatnot. Just, but, you know, write an email to no one. Uh, <laughs> doesn't really matter. Uh, let us know what you think about Rachel Dolezal. And, uh, <laughs> and if you think that uh, it's okay to be transracial. Uh, and also how you feel about OJ. And uh, if Jace uh, should continue making fat jokes about himself. <laughs> Uh, also, is Ben Avery gay? We may <laughs> never know. Uh, right. yeah. guys, anything to anything to wrap up? Mm, I think we're good. We got. Um, I have one thing. Yeah, go for it. I'm, guy, anyone listening? I'm sorry. We talked about Trump. I am, yeah, I know that, that is literally like that's why I kept trying to shift. I'm like, we can't. <laughs> Anytime I hear somebody talking about Trump, I'm like, God damn. I mean, it. we had some good jokes, but it was like, okay, we can't. It's fun to talk about Trump if you're not, but it's not fun to listen to people talk about Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I felt, I'm sorry, I did a uh, black voice too. Did you? I think with the vocoder that one time. Yeah, I'm sorry about the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, to be complete. Oh yeah, that's part we should timestamp out. Yeah. There's always one part we should timestamp out, but we won't. Yeah, don't quote songs uh, from uh, uh, Steve Martin's "The Jerk." Uh, <laughs> but I guess this is just a podcast where you feel bad at the end of it. Yeah, honestly, the, that's it, part of the podcast. Is we go too far, we feel bad, and then we talk about mental health. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because we are sweet boys, we're all trying to praise the Lord in our own way. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, we are. Uh, we're good guys for lack of a better thing. We are good guys. We're trying to be funny. Right. We're having a great time. We're making each other laugh. It gets a little blue. It gets a little black. <laughs> gets a little Chinese a little from time to time. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, if we were Chinese, we'd be making these same jokes. You right. know what I mean? It's a, uh, Except uh, we'd be on TV and we'd be on TV. <laughs> that's right. Because but it sucks. Cause we just love everyone. You know, we don't hate any from late night writers to what I don't care. I don't uh, care. Uh, here's a hundred percent truth. We all have legitimately racist people in our lives. You know, yes, and some yeah, of us, 100%. there are people that yeah, we I have know. Gavin, I have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there, there's, there's family, there's, you know, there's, there's shit out there. There's real shit that you can rail against. Mm-hmm. Us doing voices, if you're that upset about it, you need to get a hobby. Right. You I need would, to get and something. And also, going by on. the way, one more thing racism is not the fucking cardinal sin. Can we stop acting like it's the worst thing right. you could do? It's bad, but there's a hundred fucking other yeah. things that are just as being bad as being a pedophile. Being you could be a racist pedophile. Yeah, it's much worse. You only fuck little white kids. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that would be horrible. Equal opportunity sex offender. Yeah, no, I'm I, gonna fuck everybody tonight. Yeah, once, once. Uh, I mean, if we were I just, like that we're just, we're we're not hateful people. I think everybody knows that. And now it's getting pathetic because we're really hammering at home. And they're the only thing that you can do. That's uh, the only thing we can do that's more racist is con- continually saying that we're not. I think uh, I think we're literally fine. It's just like if it was, oh, if it fine was as fuck, man. Well, let me tell you, shit. Okay, now we're not. Um, <laughs> if it was, <laughs> apologize, Kevin. I apologize. Literally, if I, <laughs> well, he didn't mean it. <laughs> I apologize. You say that after every sentence. <laughs> You're the worst guy I've ever lived. I think if it was funny to talk about how you should use the right pronouns with trans people if they ask you to, which you should, if that was funny, that's what I would talk about. But it's not funny to me. It's funny to say ignorant things ironically. Yeah, if you're going to hang out with somebody and they ask you to do something because if you do something else, it bothers them, then either don't hang out with them or you know comply to their requests or you're a shitty friend. Mm-hmm. You know, 
uh, I think that's pretty obvious. If somebody's in front of you, give them a hug, love them. You right. Know? Uh, be kind to the people around. I guess you. I'm projecting because I look around at the world. I'm like, would you people fucking calm down? And then I then yeah. I, I get on here. I'm like, oh, I need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to take it fucking easy. I need to stop being a. Uh, uh, paranoid and so self-reflective. Well, I think we did go through, we all went through a period where we got too upset about woke shit and comedy because it was ruining comedy and it still is for the most part. It's ruining everything. It's ruining everything. But then we got too upset about it and you become really the men who fight with monsters. You become a monster yourself. I remember yeah. literally going around I'm like, fuck all these woke people. Fuck these people. At open yeah. place. I fucking hate them. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to change anything. And you're also ruining your life by being like yeah. this. Well, it's like, yeah, you, you're upset about people talking about certain things, but you keep talking about how upset you are about people talking about things. <laughs> right. You're just like, you know, you're talking about things now. It's like, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a, what do you call that? An Uroboros? Right. <laughs> snake eating its dick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> God willing, remove a rib. A and, snake uh, eating its own can, ass. Right. <laughs> snake eating its own ass. That's why the snake was jealous of Adam because he had a rib removed and could suck his own down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm never going to be able to wrap this thing up uh, like the man with the gargantuan tortilla. It's hard uh, to stop. <laughs> it's just it's just hard to stop the recording when you feel bad. It's like, God damn it! Is there anything? There's it's also I'm having fun doing this as well. So I'm having a blast. I would I would do a back to back episode right now, but we'd probably be tired and would be it would get much more racist. And Jay's Jay's got mm-hmm. better this podcast. He didn't have a panic, didn't have attack, a panic and, attack and throw the chair out the garage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't just start knocking shit over like a dog under a cabinet that, he, <laughs> that makes him scared. Yeah, like when a dog gets his head stuck in a bucket, <laughs> right? He just starts thrashing. <laughs> Around. Right, like knocking vases and antique <laughs> paintings over. <laughs> but you did it because you were afraid you might knock something over, right. and then you actually just break right. everything. Like a dog that gets its head in a bucket and then throws itself backwards into the air into a, like a china cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll we'll chop this up into a two parter. You know, who knows. Uh, uh- I feel like we've talked about too much stuff at the beginning. Anyway, we got to end this. I mean, it's a straight line in this podcast. Uh, uh, Woke Satan, how do you feel? I don't know. You guys said a lot of shit on this podcast that I don't really agree with. And Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to threaten you guys right now, but I have 5 million Twitter followers. (laughs) Oh, wow. Which is, it's pretty good. It's not as high as like Joe Rogan or anything. Let me ask you a legitimate question, and I want your honest opinion. What can we do to make it better? Um, stop dipping and start. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. I know what you guys can do. You can kill yourself. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. All right. Honestly, fuck white people. Fuck them. Yep. I can't fucking stand white people. Right. I hate them. Yep. That's why all white people go to heaven. <laughs> I want them down here. <laughs> well, I, I beg God. I said, please make white people the chosen race. Please. Well, now, Satan, now I feel like you're entering into problematic territory huh? here. <laughs> no, because can, then you're kind of implying that, you know, that, you know, other races go to hell. They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that might be something people would have a problem with. And I kind of have a problem with it. Uh, you know that you're even saying it, and I think you might need to apologize now too. Mm. We should call this. Hold on. What I say? <laughs> what I say? You said all white people go to heaven. No, I don't I- think so. <laughs> now I like this tactic. This is. I don't really. I'm not a yes and guy, right. really. Yeah. You're- what I do is I start a bit in a bad direction. Uh-huh. That's that hits a wall. Yeah. And then I double down and act like I never started the bit. 
and then I hope someone bails me out kind of shittily and then feels bad. <laughs> that that's fair enough. Uh, well, I think what a great what a great time to end. Yeah. Right. What Fuck a- white people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the podcast. Everybody Bye. like a man who started a rap line with orange. We don't know how to end this one. <laughs> oh, God, man. Holy shit. Uh, 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 that's so bad. God I ha- damn it. I also, the, the beginning of a rap line isn't the part you have to rhyme. Well, I have a huge shit eating <laughs> grin on right now because I know how much you guys hated what I just said. Yeah. So, a lot like a guy with a 10 foot sub, I'm not sure I'm going to finish this thing. <laughs> Ten foot. Oh, it took me. It took me half a second. To get like a, okay. like a. Please, for the love of God, let's end this. Like with a, a man with a handful of Viagra. I don't know if I'm ever going to be done. Hold on, we got. We have. We have one bit left in us, right? I mean, we have one bit. Why not? There's a guy sitting in his car in his driveway who's uh, going to get divorced after this because we won't end it. <laughs> Two more minutes, Barbara. <laughs> Shit. He has the car left on in the garage. I just missed their stupid racist Satan bit. (laughs) And I got to rewind it. What a guy who loves the show, but hates it. (laughs) Yeah, but hates it. Yeah, he also hates it. (laughs) Well, that's uh, I think that's a good fan. What what, you got one more bit. Hmm, I'm trying to think of something with like maybe Rachel Dolezal and Jared Fogel get married. Hmm. Could that be a good bit? No, No, not at all. Oh, um, Jared's always sagging his pants because they're so big. All right. Now, please, for the love of God, <laughs> let's end this podcast. Like, <laughs> like Ben's uh, looking at himself when he first shaved that mustache. I'm not sure if anyone's going to like this, uh, but uh, thanks for listening to uh, Brain Jail. Hey, Benny boy, why don't you hit that fucking beat to get us out of here? huh? Oh, you yeah. want to play it out? Yeah, play yeah, us why out. Not? Yeah. Do I'll, we do that now or do we? I think just, just yeah, book we do whatever it. the f- we want to do. Yeah, just book. I try it. not to cuss. Lock the gates, everybody. Lock them up. <laughs> Lock us up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God! They're gonna know I'm dumb! dumb.